nature one. A feeling. You got it. You need it. The music. The DJs. You want it. You love it. Nature one. A feeling. You got it. You need it. The music. The DJs. You want it. You love it. Nature one. A feeling. You got it. You need it. The music. The DJs. You want it. Probably, I, I, I can't tell if he's hard or soft. That's a, uh, I, if he's, if we're basing that it's hard, I would say that's a, it's a four, probably for about as many Hello everybody and welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps and joining me as always is the wonderful Druid Knowledge. Druid, how you doing my dude? I feel fantastic this week, I must say. Uh, a fresh head, fresh perspective, ready to nail that down in the podcast today. Uh, yeah, and we're in for a real treat today, aren't we? I'm so excited. Uh, our guest this week is someone who, as soon as I said I've got a podcast and I'm looking for guests, he's like, yo, when am I on the podcast? And we finally got him on. The wonderful, a hostile Puma, Puma dude. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> I can hear that fucking grin. I know that grin. Oh, uh, yeah. You already know I'm grinning from fucking ear to ear. It's been a long time coming. Dude, I said, hey, Druid and I are starting a podcast. And almost instantly you were like, you having guests? Can I be on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. After he said, who the fuck is Druid? <laughs> Okay, let's leave all the, you know, minor details out of uh, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm listening. I've got tape recorders in the house. Um, yeah, I'm listening. I know FBI what you said. The tracker on your phone. So you'll be watching. You'll be watching helicopters like the fucking going good feathers. <laughs> as long as you don't pull up my Amareth tra- uh, chat log, we're good. Oh, well, I mean, she's been banned recently, so it's not like uh, we can go grab any of those super quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, my favorite streamer. <laughs> I talk a whole lot of shit on Amaranth, and I i mean, I don't really give a fuck. I was lurking in one of your streams one night doing one of these podcast recordings, and I just saw you watching some fucking game show that she was on, and I'm like, ah, so Puma likes the the finer things like licking your microphone. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that was pay money, Wubby. Uh, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that was that was paid money, Wubby. Uh, that's uh, one of my uh, favorite streamers. Um, he does a a bit called the uh, the price is scuffed, and um, he invites uh, some other people like streamers on to do things and uh he gives like prizes away to uh contestants he uh actually gave away he was about to give away a car on that stream but someone they picked the wrong thing and they they basically lost it all oh shit <laughs> so sad rip wrecked oh. dude yeah see you on the great drag race in the sky brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah but 
I I typically like <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I know where the content's at now. I'm just waiting on Amaranth to show off one of the prizes again. Uh, yep. <laughs> My wife was standing behind me, just like eyeballing the fuck out of me. I was in like heat sweats at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your wife is pretty fucking cool though. Like every time I've seen her on stream or like interacted in chat of some way, shape or form. Like she's been, she's been dope. And, uh, she, she's gotta be putting up with you all the fucking time. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah. She was super cool about the fact that I'm uh, streaming this live from my jacuzzi actually. Like, there's there's just been, like, you guys think it, like, ends, like, off camera. Sometimes it just doesn't. Like, uh, I'll just fucking stand in her uh, her doorway, just drop trousers right there, just free balling. And she'll be like, James, what the fuck? One time, uh, she was actually on uh, a call for work, and it was a video call, and I didn't know, and I was, I just got done showering in the background. <gasps> And I'm pretty sure her fucking manager saw my bare ass. Oh my god. I'm free, free balling. God it was it. a sight to be seen for their managers at least. Oh, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lily white and that, ass. <laughs> uh, and that's the way that's the way our province are going up that ass. <laughs> That wonderfully toned ass, uh, Jocelyn Peach. <laughs> but yeah, me and Jackie, uh, we've been together going, uh, it's five years going on six. Damn, dude. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, congrats. We are a, uh, weird couple. We met on Tinder. Listen. Of all things. I, I met my ex wife on Tumblr, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, ex wife. Now you've reblocked her. Well, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, so what a cold, heartless way to fucking... start my contribution to the stream. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Everybody's just like, oh, God, Tumblr. And I'm like, I know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you know, it was it was the Tinder of its day for people that liked, um, oh, I don't know, what Supernatural. I know, I, I don't need to pick on you there. Personally. Whoa, whoa, uh, no, but, no, 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 but I mean, <laughs> Supernatural got supernatural love on that platform. Oh, dude, it was fucking stupid. Absolutely fucking stupid. How fucking insane it was on that platform yeah launched a thousand fanfics oh so i mean thank thanks for 50 shades of gray tumblr uh i'm rebugging you out my life i never dealt a lot with tumblr back in the day just never never got in like into that like dark realm of the internet (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, I realised that how much of a strange place it was was when uh, there was a there was a Tumblr. It had some notoriety, and it was a guy that used to put his balls on like just random objects, and it was like stuff I put my balls on. It's like 
stuff I put my balls on. You know, Akira the manga volume six, and it's just his balls on uh, Akira volume six. And then I knew I'd made it when uh, one he made a post, and it was stuff I put my balls on. This band T-shirt, and it was my band. God oh. damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I've made it. I was like, I wanted to show my mom so bad, and then I was like, no, it's testicles, and oh, yeah, it's this whole thing. But yeah, that's when you know you've made it. When stuff I put stuff I put my balls on chooses you. <laughs> yeah, you're like a Pokemon. He's like, I choose you for today. Just <laughs> plop yeah. them right on out. I don't know. I wish someone would put their balls on me. <laughs> 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 you know, brain, but, um, I could probably call some know. dudes. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm up for a career change. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. You know, in a girl's DMs is a host of people willing to put their balls on stuff. Yeah, but I'm lacking some uh, some anatomy features. You know, I've thought about getting some implants, boosting up my um. My uh, clientele, uh, but that shit's expensive. Yeah, I I have a a friend who got implants, and she's just like they weren't fucking cheap. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. No, no, do did you know that most breast implants don't do this anymore? But the breast implants back in like, um the 90s and early 2000s, they cut off your nipple to perform the surgery and then put that bitch back on. Or, like, breast reductions, they do the same thing. And it's like, bro, no, you're not... No, I'm not losing sensitivity. Fuck you. My boobs are fine. Sorry, I just... Yeah, that... Oh, no, that is completely true. Like, they they did used to do that. And I believe, like, if... uh. If they if you do a clit piercing, you have the chance to lose sensitivity in your clit too. Yeah, I'm yeah, like that, that. Yeah, that is correct. That's n- no, like no, I mm-mm. sorry, not happening. I enjoy my sexy fun times too much to have um a piece of metal ruin that. Yeah, because it's like a fifty fifty chance. Like you're gonna play Russian roulette with that experience. Yeah, no. And after that, what's life, you know? Right. I mean... Yeah. What do you do? You get a a, a dog and move out in the desert, and then you're just fucking there? Like, no. Fuck that shit. Yeah, you just, you, you, get in, you go back in the past, and you just like get teen magazine uh, photos of Donny Osmond, and that's the only way. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't imagine it. Like, even a Prince Rupert... I, I'm, is that is that right or prince, prince, albert. prince albert prince albert yeah <laughs> fuck that dude I, prince rupert that's a prince rupert drop no, i'm sorry if you're, if you're going to be in the chat with me can you at least get the uh, the royal family correct oh yeah um him uh <laughs> the uh but yeah the the cock piercing i'm not about i don't know how it works don't want to know how it works and i will never even imagine getting it. No. Like, fuck that, dude. Yeah. If you, if your mods are, like, going to the urologist, you know, power to you, I guess, but, like, fuck that. It's just, 
just like, God damn, like, no, like, I don't, and I can't even think about how that functionally would work on, like, my end of things, because it's like, what, what is this? What is it? Stop it. What, what is it doing? It's kind of like in the cartoons when they, like, when they uh, shoot bullets into people's stomach and then like all of like the, like whatever they drunk, like milk or something just starts pouring out of like, like seven different holes. Right. It's kinda, I imagine that's what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a disgusting so am, am I going to start spouting like cum from like different angles and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a water sprinkler. I was going to say a cum sprinkler. Yeah. <laughs> fired. Yeah, just get it, get it multiple down the line of my fucking shaft, and then just start rolling around while coming, and just like sprinkle my fucking yard with. Yeah, but then you know, if you don't listen to the aftercare report, you can just like go down, do do the dirty, get get some good leg, right? And then it's like you listen to Slayer, and it's like rainy blood, <laughs> do a lacerated sky, and it's like popping out everywhere. Shit's like it's a mess. You're like, oh no, why did I get this Prince Albert? I thought it was so cool, and then. Uh, and then you just do one giant thrust, and then it comes out like the fucking scene from Alien. <laughs> <laughs> you need like you also need like red strobe lights for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes out the Prince Albert's at the top. It's like the scene from Alien, and then like because it's shiny, a video game character walks next to it, and it just disappears anyway into his inventory. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, so we've started... Uh... Yeah, we started with a load of unusable content. That's fine. <laughs> the the Prince Albert episode. That's fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I could be executed for what we're saying now about the royal family. <laughs> and, like, I, given the nature of the Prince Albert and everything we were saying so far, I don't really want to know how they're going to go about executing me. Yeah, you you done fucked up, bro. You're death by Prince Albert. Yeah. Oh. 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 It's, you know, he died as he lived. <laughs> Shooting cum okay. in every direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's how it, you know. That's how we're born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In my private jet. And I'm actually doing a like a jacuzzi ASMR stream at the same time. No, no, no. I like I want to die. Uh, I want to drop a shitload of ecstasy, bust a fat nut that my heart explodes, and then on my tombstone it can say he came and he went. God damn it! <laughs> we'll get you when you're coming. We'll get you when you're going. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, oh fuck. That's a hell of a like. Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> Puma, have you get sp- all come over here? Puma, have you spent much time in the Midwest? Uh, Midwest. Remind me again. Where, where that is? Like Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri. Uh... Oh, I spent some time in Kansas. Okay, so Kansas might have them. There's a gas station chain here called come and go spelled k-u-m and go no i've never heard of that 
this is like a like a load of dudes in slipknot masks and overcoats outside. <laughs> so, but there is a there is a uh, fucking bus line in Korea that's called Kumho. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's funny. I went out for lunch today, and uh, they had it was meant to be cumin, uh, cumin and honey infused carrots were on part of this dish, and they mis- misspelled it on the menu, and it accidentally said like. Honey and cumin carrots. Oh, no. I okay. Like, I don't know a situation in which cum makes your eyesight better, but maybe a carrot would help. Fuck. I got something, I got something to talk about right here. The, what, uh, Ginger Snaps link, uh, on the come and go website, the first fucking photo I, I see is a girl sucking two fucking straws. The, the, girl with the double fisting oh. the come and go drinks yeah double fisting sucking two straws out here they sure are bored as fuck in the midwest there's so many like fucking like memes and shit that people post like there's a tweet uh there, there's like just tweets of people just being like come and go what? <laughs> How many truck drivers do you think there are around the Midwest right now going like, hey, man, uh, how you doing? I'm just going on the I-10. Uh, yeah, I'm driving a load at the come and go. <laughs> yeah. I, my ex-wife and I would uh, call it the jerk and squirt. Ooh. Or the, uh, we had like, it was like the, we had something with jizz. The jizz and something. I can't remember. Fuck, now I'm kind of upset. But, uh, yeah, there's kind of kind of sounds like a, a British pub name, like the Jizz and Pony. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a a fucking come and go spelt exactly the same way in a South Park episode. They thought they were being funny and original with fucking come and go, but it's like no, I we actually like. They've been ripping us off for years. Right? Fucking stereotypes. So here's here's the, the big question. You know, like Inside Semen, which is the, my upcoming offshoot podcast title, by the way. Uh, but, you know, Inside Semen, uh, you know, if you put it under a microscope, it's got the little tadpoles. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a Prince Albert, do they like come out with like fucking mohawks and shit? <laughs> Dog. <laughs> now we're on. We we went back. <laughs> He's like, time out. We have we have to talk about this shit again. <laughs> well, you've clearly captured my imagination. I, I'm not familiar with the uh, the I can royal hear family. So now I'm looking at Prince Albert. Oh my god! Are we are we live looking at dicks on the podcast for a second time? No. Well, maybe one of I us. I mean, we is. can. I, well, I could just hear typing. I got I got PTSD. <laughs> no, it's, it's just uh, it's just a banana with a ring. Oh okay. Oh, you can you can show that on Barney the dinosaur for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Eat healthy, kids. 
And you get your potassium, uh, you know, bit of the aluminum from the fucking, you know, the the shit in your junk. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Lord that's a download file. Oh no. Okay, I'm not. I'm not as good as I was with fucking uh, what I thought I was with computers. So let's just ignore that. Yeah, he he's just downloaded a heavy metal boyfriend. Yeah, that's fine. Dude, the come and go Twitter account is actually really fucking funny. I'm enjoying this way too goddamn much. What the fuck? <laughs> he's found it. He's found the beans. No, it's it's describing what these are. The Prince Albert. So it actually goes in the urethra. Yes. Yeah, so it kind of like <laughs> sticks out. It's like you know, it's like it's like the, you know, the first the first in in the battlefield. But the, there's a reverse Prince Albert that comes through the hood, and what they they have proclaimed as a deep shaft Prince Albert that goes like way the fuck behind the hood. Oh, dude, I can't do that. Dog, no. <laughs> what do you say we open the hood and take a look what's in the engine room on this puppy? <laughs> oh, no. Under the hood. God. Wow. I'm going to stick with tattoos as my body modification. That's a, that's good, about as far as I'm going to go. Oh, you should get a tattoo of a banana with a bit of metal in the top. <laughs> Maybe. That's that's deep hood. I don't know about Crips and Bloods, but that that is deep hood. Uh, so that's that's a little present for you right there. Well, oh no. Um, Why are you saying that? I promise it's not a dick. I'm not doing what I did to Toast. Uh... What? <laughs> I I almost had a stroke reading that. So come and go Twitter. <laughs> Said, I love you. Come Gonalds. Come Gonalds. Come <laughs> no, it doesn't even say come Donalds. There's no D there. It's come Gonalds. Wait, let me open this bitch back up. Well, oh my I'm god. Never, <laughs> yeah, I'm never having mayo at McDonald's again. <laughs> I looked at the fucking comments. It says, Who runs this account? It says, Mind your business. <laughs> Dude, everybody who's just like fucking like uh everybody who's just like uh uh who runs this account send or DM me from your personal I think I love you and shit like that. Jeez. I'm I'm really glad they're not showing away from the reality of what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, this come and go has been one of those things that has been joked about forever, forever, but when, like, someone comes to visit and they're like, wait a minute, it's real? And I'm like, yes, I told you, I was going to come and go buying an energy drink and a breakfast sandwich. Like, the f where the fuck did you think I was going? <laughs> Dumbass. I mean, who, the fuck, who is the CEO of fucking Come and Go? Dude, Come and Go... Come and Go's been around for quite a while, but... 
they're fucking, there's two big gas station chains where I live, Casey's and Come and Go, and they run in the same general area. And I'm like, okay. I've seen a Casey's. Okay. Casey's, like, I worked at a Casey's for a hot minute. I was a pizza delivery driver, and I told them to fuck off after some entitled rich fucker tried to trap me in my car because their pizza was ten minutes late. And I'm like, the kitchen is an hour and a half behind. You can lick all of my asshole. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, and you're like, hey, you know your extra pepperoni? Well, that's breast implant nipples, asshole. <laughs> that was a slew of words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I might, I, I might have abstained from drinking, but apparently, uh, I still talk before I think. <laughs> Fucking. Oh no, it. it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, well, you see, the one in LA, you get a lot of pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, as much as we've been talking about dicks and cum and all that sort of stuff, uh... yeah, yeah. Can we just say the you know, Pamela? Sorry, but you know, uh, take a cold shower because the the function of this podcast is to highlight creators, uh, essentially, and and kind of shed a light on the things they do and use it as a platform to kind of promote them and what they're about. Uh, so I guess you know it's a question that is ubiquitous in the podcast. We ask it all the time. Uh, I never tire of hearing these stories. The meat cutes, the nitty gritty. How did you meet Ginger? How did you guys get to know each other? Um, we met through, I believe it was a mutual friend, um, Storm, Storm of Iron. And um, he was like, he rated her and he was like, this is a nice human being. And I followed Ginger and just automatically right off the bat, like one of the most genuine, like humble, like human beings, something my parents never showed me loving. And um, <laughs> like, Darkest it, it kind of like, it kind of made me like, you know, want to like be a part of that, a, a place that was like, in all honesty, I know my name may be hostile, but a lot of my virtues are in uh, Ginger's uh, chat. A lot of um, respecting each other, uh, a safe place for other people. Like, you know, whenever they want to, like, talk about something that's, like, personally on their minds, like, I will stop my whole act. If someone's having a bad day and, like, talking about, like, you know... I had a real bad day. I'm I'm glad I come to this stream and it brightens my mood. Like I'll stop like being hostile and be more, you know, my who I am, James. So, and Ginger mm. does that phenomenally and I I just got stuck there because it it does feel like a place where I'm welcomed and just a perfect environment for a good community. Yeah, I totally get that. In all honesty, same like there's a you know there's a reason people stay uh in ginger's uh in ginger's community and it's exactly that it's a sense of community it's why we do this podcast at the end of the day um but you know uh what a rich character we have here in puma because you know as you said there's two sides so tell us about the other side tell us about <laughs> what you know what what gets the puma going 
uh jaeger uh that gets puma going uh speed runs uh shit talking um metal a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, but really it, when i'm when i'm on stream it's it's a lot different i'm i don't know i just get into like the mindset like i i just feel like all I click go live and I'm just like, all right, thank you're already done with people's shit for the day. <laughs> and then like, it just goes, <laughs> it just goes from there. Like I had one dude come in the other day and he was just like, he called me uh reflections, little brother. And I don't know who reflections is. And I was like, Oh, so you're some no name coming in here talking shit to me on my stream. Like immediately, like fucking dude was shut down. Like I was like, fuck man like how do you come into here don't even know me and then like just want to say you're fucking good and shit like that i don't know i i just i just hate uh really egotistical people i Mm. guess well yeah puma where i first saw the hostile side of you um and where i actually first saw your name was in a wayland stream i was Uh, lurking very quietly in Wayland's stream and I would chat occasionally and like I'd see your name and like Wayland would talk about you and then like you and Storm and Norman and all those guys like y'all started talking a whole lot more and I'm like I'm just gonna sit here and be a quiet quiet little supporter because I'm weird (laughs) and now it's just like hey Puma hey Puma hey Puma hey Puma hey Puma you suck. Love you. Bye. <laughs> exactly. Like I, when I called you and I was in the desert, well, I called storm, but you were there Yeah. and like, just fucking like, you guys are some like friends that like any time of the day can contact me. I may be asleep, but I will get back to you. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things where like people who know me really, really well, they know that I suck at keeping, like, a constant communication or being all, like, it may just be all, like, hey, bro, I was thinking about you the other day. Here's a message saying, hey, miss you, bro. Talk to you in three weeks. Like, <laughs> that's... Yeah. That's... I, I'm the exact same way. I I don't even call my dad anymore. Like, it, it's sad to fucking say, but, like, I'm just so shit with, like, keeping, like timelines on a schedule i just really like just live life by the fucking minute i guess i have to be reminded to like brush my teeth and shit (laughs) big feel though i completely relate to that and it's disgusting i mean you know they they don't call them british smiles for nothing (laughs) (laughs) god damn it yeah it's it's just kind of wild because like the friendships start forming and then like the people you get to know because Puma, I don't know if you know, um, but I know I told, uh, I told storm. Um, but when Waylon came to Des Moines and I went and saw him, uh, I was asking him about this music venue from where I grew up and he goes, Oh yeah, I played there tons of times. And I was like, yeah, my brother played there a lot. And, uh, I said, you know, I think he might have opened a show for Shroom, but I don't, I don't remember. And he says, well, describe it. I said, he's a big old fucking, big old fucking dude. Bass barely came down past his mantis because the strap was so short. 
And he goes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I remember him. He was a damn good bass player. And I was like, how fucking full circle is some of this shit right now? Oh, it is a small world. And I mean, I've I've been uh, East Coast, Central. Uh, now I'm living on West Coast. And uh, like I was uh, playing a game of Dead by Daylight uh, with someone that like literally lives like 15 minutes from me. Like I didn't even fucking know. Wild. Um, with me and Waylon, uh, I've been I was listening to his music. Uh, is going to show a little bit of Waylon's age, and if he sees this, I'm sorry. Uh, but I've been <laughs> listening to his music since I was about uh 11. Yeah. Wow. And um, I I I became a fan of his. Like I really liked uh the music he created here uh or with his uh previous band and um i didn't know he had another band and i just i had him on facebook and then um he's like yeah i'm streaming over on twitch i popped in i was like hey man what's up like just kind of shot the shit and um he said he was looking for another mod because uh he like a lot of the work that's done behind the scenes is done by julie and yeah. uh julie was his only mod and uh he was like shoot me a email and uh i'll i'll see what uh what kind of uh stuff you have like saying that what qualifies you to be a mod and stuff and mm. um he was like yeah dude you're you're basically good i had been streaming for 6 years at that point so i mean it's a it's a pretty good uh resume i guess yeah well i mean waylon like i mean I talked to Waylon just as much as I, or as much as I did Julie when they came to town. Like that was, it was so fun just to like sit and talk to them and just be like friendly and real. And Julie was just like, "Oh yeah, I definitely know your name from chat." And I was just like, "You do," <laughs> like, because <laughs> that's just the kind of shit that I I never expect, and it's just so fucking weird to me, and. But it's weird how those fucking connections happen. Like, Storm was just like, yeah, I was, Waylon came into my stream and I was like, Waylon who? And he told me, and I was like, oh, that's fucking tight, bro. <laughs> like, that's so <laughs> cool. So it's. I, I, uh, I like both of them are just genuine people and like yeah. they they'll tell you right off the bat like how they how they feel they have no filter yeah about like certain things and um that's what i love about them the most they're real genuine uh humble wholehearted people mm -hmm. and i feel like that's kind of where like our circle just like that's like a big foundation of our circle I was going to say, those kinds of people bring in other people like that. And that's what makes, like, when you two were talking about me and, and shit, like, I was sitting here, like, just sliding down in my chair trying to hide. Because even though no one can see me, this is all audio, like, hearing people say that shit, just, like, it, it's the warm fuzzies, but it's also the, like, Wait, people actually think good things about me? I'm gonna go hide now. But that's also why I love having, like, that's why I'm so excited that you're on. And we're, we're able to 
talk and just do this. Like, I want to give back to dope-ass people, so I think you're dope. That's it. No more mushy-gushy shit. <laughs> well, I think it. I think it's a lot like, uh, I listen to a lot of rap, and it's a lot like uh, NF's lyrics. It's like, a lot of people know me, but not a lot know me well, you know? Right. Yeah, I, and I really want to change that. I want to, like, people to actually, like, my life is an open book, and not a lot of people, you know, ask particular questions or, like, give two shits, you know? Right. That's why I'm super excited to be here. Well, and that's, like, you are, I know you're a genuine good fucking person. Like, there's no questions about that. And, like, you're one of those people that when you can be there, you're fucking there. Um, <clears throat> but, like, you you do a lot of shit. You, I mean, your job took you away from us for a month, and it was a very sad, lonely month. We didn't have a whole lot of hostility, and it was, it was sad. But, uh, <laughs> like, you know, fucking listening to you talk about, like, Jackie. You talk about how much, you know, you guys give each other shit, but I also know that you love Jackie, and there ain't no way around it. Oh, I wouldn't be, like I said, I wouldn't survive if it wasn't for her. <laughs> right? So, I mean... Uh, so you've been streaming for six years, longer than that now at it, this point. Yeah, it's uh, seven by now. Damn, dude. Yeah, Am I counting cool. that right? Uh, April 2014? Yes. Was it's my first stream? Seven years. <laughs> Yo, okay. if, you, if, if you say every number up to ten, I'll just edit in the correct one. <laughs> okay. Or keep you counting to ten, which is just the most boring concept that we could come up with. But hey, we've got to fill the time, right? I like back then. Uh, I started with uh, Call of Duty. No, uh, me and my friends uh, that I still talk to today. We are part of a big uh, Call of Duty organization, and uh, we. We could have went professional at that point, but I did my shit, went, went joined the army, and um, basically kissed that career goodbye. <laughs> and, um, like, it, it was crazy. Back then, like, that was, like, when uh, I had a Terraria stream where I just, like, I just had picked up the game free on Xbox Game Pass, and I was just like, oh, let me just try it. It looks kind of like Minecraft, and I dig Minecraft at the time. Um, and I threw it on and like my highest like view count was like 20 and that was super fucking big back in those days. Like people yeah. were just like joining my fucking game and just dicking around and shit with me at that point. Shit, dude. Like, yeah, that's, you know, serious years under your belt there. I think like out of everyone, like you probably have a, like enough experience to match the time spent on Twitch, like, of all of our guests put together. Which is fucking wild when yeah. you think about it. I wonder if I can check, like, total hours streamed. There's a spot on Twitch, uh, if you look in your achievements, under Insight. Um, 
there's a an achievement that's like for me it says the empire business stream for a thousand hours total um and i'm sure there's more to that but it should tell you how many hours you've streamed empire business yeah the <laughs> i i gotta control f that because <laughs> i'm sure you've hit that one um oh yeah i hit that in uh 2018 so yeah i mean you the other place let me i've been on a certain site uh quite a lot recently um after the whole fucking twitch leak um i've been on twitch tracker a lot and the numbers aren't perfect but they're pretty goddamn close oh yeah i've I've looked up myself Eh, all time let's see hours streamed it says 1110 but i feel like that might not be right yeah, that. I I do twelve hours on a regular basis. Right. <laughs> like that 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 doesn't seem at all right. Oh, the time period is wrong. It can't pa- the time track, period. Yeah, it can't track uh before November of twenty sixteen. So since November of twenty sixteen to now, you've streamed one thousand one hundred and ten hours. That's fucking gnarly. Hmm. Yeah, account created April 3rd of 2014. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, that's God. Yeah, seven years. Fuck me. That's wild, man. I haven't, I haven't done anything for seven years. <laughs> I just I just keep it going. Like, it, it's something, like, where, like, people, like, I, I've joined, like, small streamer groups, like, trying to help people out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are just, like, how do I get to affiliate fast? Or like, how do I grow my community super fast? And I'm just like, y'all aren't actually doing it for like the fun of it, like the enjoyment. Like, right. that's what I love. Yeah. I mean, I've said, I don't know how many times I would, I love to be partner. Fuck. Yes. But am I going to do it the wrong way? Fuck no. Why would I, there's no point in doing shit that's gonna risk you a losing your channel for growing incorrectly like for cheating the system or like just losing what fucking makes it worth it i mean a lot of people lose their minds too like i i just like throw on a fucking game that i enjoy playing and uh just half the time i don't even fucking talk like no unless there's like a good conversation going on like i'll just sit there mindlessly like looking at the screen playing and then um like whenever someone says something like strike up a conversation but other than that like it's just like a hobby of mine right like yeah it it feels like the you know, you know the kind of sports movie or something where the athlete you know, he's at the top of his game, but he's forgotten why he's into it. And then he has to go, like, play some ball at the local park. Yeah. And remember what got him into this shit in the first place. <laughs> yeah. I. And that's, like, the the whole thing with all this is, like, yeah, growth is amazing. But if it's fake growth, then that's cancer like 
Let's be real about it. Yeah, get rid of the growth. Yeah, I like a a genuine like community that's about me. I guess that's kind of where I like I played Dead by Daylight for like the longest time. And if like the Dead by Daylight community is really weird. Oh. Uh but in a, they're weird in their own ways, but like it's good weird. Mm-hmm. But like if if it's not Dead by Daylight, they typically don't watch you. Like <laughs> I I was like I was going good the ball was rolling and then I I think I switched to um World of Warcraft or something I can't remember <laughs> what it was but um like poof everybody just dipped um mm-hmm. uh, I was actually wearing a mask back uh when I came back from Korea oh yeah I uh I wore a uh, slaughter to prevail mask while I streamed uh, you guys know the band Slaughter to Prevail? I've heard the name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's slightly familiar. Yeah, I uh, I would wear their mask because when I came back from Korea, I felt like I was uh, like t- either too depressed or like too like scared to like show my face back on stream again. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, I um, I just got it out of my system. Yeah. Like I think it was a New Year's stream and I I just took it off for good. Respect, dude. Oh. Like Yeah, and that's good growth. Yeah. Like when I started, I didn't even have a webcam, but I got my hands on a webcam and I was like, "All right, I'm going to do this." And it just happened to be I had planned a stream and my first uh affiliate stream was my first stream with a webcam and it was just weird it was just absolutely weird weird feeling and now like i kicked on my webcam uh on a discord call last night just randomly and if it feels weird for me to get out from behind my desk and go like hit my day job like hit my old day job for a day and like hearing my legal name and uh like like walking into someone's house again just feels so fucking weird now that i've spent all this time in front of a camera it's it's wild oh yeah some of my friends at work uh they they call me puma like mm. like they they saw my stream and they're like, "Hey Puma," and I'm they'll see me answer to it, and I'm just like, "Like yeah, what's up?" And then they're like, "Damn, <laughs> what was going on with that?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's just I, it's in my head now. Like that basically is my name." Right. I mean, Druid and I talked about this. I think in the very first podcast episode. Um, yeah. And he asked if I ever came to visit if I would call him Mike or Michael or would I call him Druid and I and the reality is like like Toast I know Toast's first name and sometimes we use each other's first name but I don't usually it's just Toast like authentic I call him by his by his actual name like if I go see him at work but I don't, like, 
people that I know in real life will call me Ginger, but they don't call me by my legal name. And so hearing it is sometimes I just forget that my legal first name is Amanda. And I'm like, what? Huh? Like, it just... Well, even hearing you uh, use my real name in passing there it just sounded so strange. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, in this space, I just am Druid. That is who I am. Uh, in many ways, I prefer it. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I always talk about the Matrix. It's like the Matrix. You know, mm-hmm. the, if if the Matrix were real and we were to get unplugged, these are the names that we'd use in the real world, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it it was... It's kind of hard for me to go by my first name because, like, being military, I do go by my last name a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I come home and, you know, Jackie will use my first name, but everybody else knows me by, like, Puma. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. when I like I went back to a, a, a an open mic recently for stand up and everybody's just, you know, hey, Amanda, what's up? And I'm like, not responding because it's the evening. Everybody calls me Ginger in the evening. It's like my porn name. Like everybody calls me Ginger. <laughs> and so I'm not responding to my own name. And I'm like, oh, shit. Hey, what's up, dude? Good to see you. And they're like where the fuck have you been? And I'm like, making money on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, further bolstering the porn name. I uh, mean. Rhetoric. <laughs> That's what society wants us to think. They want us to control us by our dog names. But I'm not doing that. I'm Puma, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's like, like, people laugh at me when I say, you know, I have my government name and then my stream name. And they're like, your government name? And I'm like, yeah. The one that the government knows me by. <laughs> I have this fucking two-bit piece of shit name that I get my residuals on. That's where it ends. Yeah. I'd like... Yeah, because apparently uh, I'll get my residuals through and it just says old-timer. First of all, I'm older than right. you. Older timer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not much in it. We're the same age. Yeah. Really? I mean... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly do feel like I'm, like, always the youngest out of the group for some fucking reason. Well... That must feel nice. No, I, I, I honestly do, because, like, I... I get a I get along with people so much older than me. Like that's that's the like, not the weirdest thing, but it's like, it's it's just what happens. Like I don't know if it's like maturity or like my sense for like you know degenerates or something. I don't know what it is. Whoa, are you calling me a degenerate? No, my sense for, like, degenerates, like, don't hang around with degenerates. All right. I was about to say, if you're calling me a, a degenerate, I mean, you're right, kind of, but goddamn. <laughs> but, I mean, we're good at hiding it. Right. We just we just shove that shit down in the hole, and we'll come back and talk to it later. <laughs> I'm a fucking monster. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're fucking... 
spin it on my head either fucking way. I goes, that was a fucking loaded question. (laughs) No No comment. Like, so, but that's the thing. Like, you're in the military. And that is your, that is your job. And the military and, like, I have a feeling, like, you you got some shit that just made you become an adult and mature a lot faster than everybody else, which... I, I think it stemmed uh, a lot more from when I was growing up, to be honest, rather than the military. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if you guys wanted to, like, go into, like, a Puma story or something like that... Like, it, that's fine with me, but, like, there were certain, like, significant events in life that uh, I, I definitely had to mature from and, like, kind of survive on my own there for a little bit. It, it was something that, you know, I, I share stories with, like, a lot of people, and it's, like, it, I always say it's not to, like, throw my, my cock on the table and say my fucking life is worse than yours or, like, want you to feel pity for me. But it's, like, it's kind of like a strength in numbers. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've been through this, and if you've been through something, let me know. Like, we, this is an open uh, conversation. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, I don't know how much you've been around for some of the me sharing big deep shit about my my past but i mean i firmly believe that people who have gone through similar types of shit or are going through the same like they they have the same like general issues they all kind of band together a little bit and they they find each other is really what it is they find each other and healthy you know, some unhealthy relationships, but healthy relationships tend to form and like shit like that. I mean, nobody's fucking perfect. And if you're perfect, you're the weird one. Like, yeah, there was a, there's one uh, kid that um I went to school with. His name was James uh, Van Wy and uh, a cool fucking dude. Like dude was a, uh, was definitely above like the IQ level of majority in the class, but he was considered the weird one. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, why do you, why do you like hang out with them sometimes? I was like, weird is only how you perceive it. Yeah. Like what's normal to you is like what your own perception is. If you widen that perception, like you'll actually find not a lot of people are actually weird. Right. And that's, that's the thing I love about what I'm trying to do with this podcast. And, you know, Druid does it really well, too, is we look at, you know, the different people in the community. Because there's a lot of the times there's one common thread. It's a connection between either Druid or myself. But so many things are so similar, but everybody is different. Everybody has a different, you know history a different story a different outlook i mean the the variety that is this fucking the guests we've had on this podcast it's insane yeah you like literally every week it's so different Mm -hmm. how these things turn out and it's just you know 
you know, ev- you know, it comes with like learning. Everything is relative, right? And that, you know, a change in someone's uh, shit, it's, it, you know, it's relative to, you know, that's their perspective and their experience changing on their terms. If you kind of get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But it's the shared experience of going through that like level of change in your own life. But, it, you know, it goes back to what you're saying. That's what community is at the end of the day, is sharing in those stories. And, you know, as, as you say, Ginger, like, you know, a big part of what we're doing here is, like, sharing that and, and you know, hope, hopefully emboldening uh, the community somewhat through, through dialogue. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we're all just here having a good time shooting the shit, but, you know, there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, I got kind of deep on the the f- fifth episode. Like I got kind of deep and I got real real sappy and mushy gushy. But then, you know, a couple episodes around it, we're making dick jokes and writing dicks on on the internet, and you know, just or getting drunk and recording. You know, I mean, it's the variety in the community because you look at puma and you look at puma's streams and you think okay cool it's a metalhead who probably works in like a machine shop uh you know he's he's you know this is just kind of who he is but you get to fucking the know chiseled puma. chin that <laughs> that fucking jaw the fucking <laughs> the the mandibles on this guy <laughs> But in, and that's the thing, like, fucking, we were talking about Vlad earlier. Vlad will, like, you know, Vlad's got his opinions. He's got his outlook on things, and he's very certain and very strict about this and that and whatever. But also, I haven't talked to Vlad in forever. And if I dropped him a message and was just like, hey, Vlad, can I talk to you about something? I know we haven't talked in a bit. When he reads that message, his answer is gonna be yes, because he's a genuine fucking dude. And Vlad scared the piss out of me for a long-ass time. Vlad Vlad can be a very intimidating dude, but, uh, like, the thing is, like, he would give his shirt off his back for anybody that, like, is within, like, decent friendship with him. Like, when me and him first started talking... Me and uh, he wanted to get to know me. Uh, he had just became uh, Wayland's uh, third mod, um, and he wanted to get to know me. And we popped into a Discord, and uh, me and him were talking about our military service, everything like that. It was like a fucking like me and him had been fucking friends for like six years, mm-hmm. like not even joking. It like it's like we didn't even skip a beat in life. Like we just understood each other. Yeah. Well, and like you, when I say the when anybody who's gone through like mental health stuff or whatever, when I say we look at each other and we know the look, and it's just something you know. You see it with a lot of like military people. People have been in any any military anywhere across the world you look who've gone to like significant war you can look at another military or service member and go okay i know who you are or like i i know sort of who you are and i know i could probably guess a lot of what you've been through 
or have an idea. And there's that instant camaraderie. And the weird thing is, is with streamers, it's the same thing. Unless they got real lucky and, like, shot up to success, like... That's what I'm saying. Like... God, you were... Okay, you're, you're about to get on Puma all fucking hyped up here now. <laughs> all right, yeah. So, one thing is, like, me, me and Vlad, we have different stories, but, like, I've never actually, like, deployed. I haven't... The main thing I've I've done is uh, non-combat rotations to uh, Poland, uh, Korea, stuff like that. So non-combat, uh, really, it's more of a vacation than anything. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, the same cookie cutter shit. Like that's that's exactly what like I try and like stay away from is just repeated acts of like the same same shit and that's like i also that's what you do like i i've never seen someone like you know it takes a lot of confidence to actually like seeing the on stream and i've i can't do it unless i'm fucking shit faced (laughs) but i take that shit takes a lot of confidence and like a lot of people like i don't know what it is like that's lacking it's it's just like maybe like no emotion no feel or something but like it, it is just a, a draw of a number like you get lucky and then like everybody just holds you up on a pedestal and they're like yeah we choose this guy to be famous and it's like what the fuck right like that's that's so weird like i used to be a fan of moist critical and um i'm gonna be talking a little bit of shit here i still do love his content but like the one thing that like made me realize like yeah this dude's made it was when he had what i believe his was his girlfriend and two other friends on his stream and they were opening pokemon cards mm-hmm. that's when that whole craze was happening and all he was doing was reading chat while they opened the pokemon cards for him and they'd be like oh look what we got and he'd look at it be like oh that's fucking sick and put it in a pile Mm -hmm. and then go back to reading chat he basically had a workforce doing something for him while he just sat there and i was just kind of like blown out of my mind i was like how does this shit even happen right it's yeah he's he's basically running a a sweatshop (laughs) sweatshop people cards yeah, but of, of people like, it, it, let's say I were to blow up and like my friends from work would be like, hey, can I be on your stream? Like fucking like, is it basically they're just doing it for the publicity or clout as the new people uh, say it. <laughs> and then um, like, but like, what are you going to say? Like, I would tell them, no, I want to do the work myself. Like, I mean, maybe we can go like fucking on a hike one day, like do an outdoor stream and fucking like do something you can be in it. But like, I wouldn't want you working for me for like free. Right. Well, that's like this partnership. Uh, between open Kevin call, and I for this. open call, open call to anyone listening. Uh, if you want to do free labor for the podcast, just send me an email. I'll be really happy to take you on. <laughs> I think there's work experience. Yeah. We'll put you in the credits. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's like it's like the Star Wars crawl, except it's like people with stupid fucking usernames. That 
that's kind of like the the problem i have with uh me finding an uh, an editor for like my streams and stuff i want to have someone that like you know that i can rely on for like youtube content because i do want to start pushing stuff that way but like the thing is is like i don't have upfront money mm -hmm. i don't get paid a lot with the military right so the thing is is like i i talked to someone about it and i was like listen like i already know you're doing like basically half the work so if uh we were to start producing youtube content cut the uh cut it 50 50 because i'm just the content creator you're the one that's actually like at doing the editing and everything like that i feel like that's a fair trade but he hasn't he hasn't gotten back to me yet um he's actually busy with college and everything so i i completely understand so i am not like I'm actually getting ready to start hopefully producing some YouTube content after the break and after my move. Like, my plan is um, I'm moving, I'm going to get everything set up, and by Christmas I want to have a steady YouTube schedule. But editing video is, it's not that it's something that I can't do that I don't want to do. It's getting used to watching myself, like, on video and do it all the time kind of thing and but uh, it, it's hard yeah. like i was editing my um my sea of thieves uh video and it like i i dump hours into this video just for like a two minute clip mm -hmm. of like my highlights and um like just hearing my fucking self talk i was like oh dude you sound so stupid right it's just like oh god do i actually sound like that you talked about the music streams i have them recorded like i have all the the music stuff recorded i have yet to go back and listen to it because it freaks me the fuck out to do it i, I totally get that because you know i do a lot of music and i sing uh you know and put record myself singing a lot and then i have to listen to the isolated vocal track of me in my bedroom just sounding like a complete asshat and <laughs> You I can't even imagine that. You're listening to, and you know, so, you know, I've got big aspirations. So I've recorded like harmonies. And there's like four, you know, just in my ears. There's four of me blaring out, uh, like a <laughs> kind of like fucking Freddie Mercury or some shit. Yeah. It's it's absolutely not that that's an influence of mine, but um, it's just painful, man. And you know, even editing the podcast, listening to my voice back. Oh my god. It's... I really just wish oh. I could take the fucking fear away because like there was there was one part I did uh I was singing uh uh knee deep by fucking devil driver and like <laughs> it was in my car and I feel like I hit that shit so fucking perfectly. Like a lot of people have like been like, hey, your screams are pretty decent, but your lows need working. And the fucking beginning of that song is just a fucking complete scream. And I was just like, I fucking nailed it. I was like, God damn it. I wish it was recorded. <laughs> well, that's everybody that I know who watches me frequently. They know that I've sang on stream and I've done that. You know, I've done that kind of stuff. They're like, oh, you should do it more. You should do this. And I'm like, okay, what you need to understand is once I get going, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, but I 
to just like, hey, I'm going to just randomly do a music stream. Oh, no, I've got to spend a week and a half listening to every song again. I've got to spend a week and a half making sure that I, you know, actually know what the fuck I'm doing. My voice is actually warmed and ready. And like, I go so hard on it, but I am so like the subathon and the music stream have been the two streams that I was most nervous to hit the go live button on. Like my heart rate jumped to 150 beats per minute when I hit go live on my subathon stream. And I'm sure it went just as high when I hit live for that music stream. I was fucking terrified. Hey, yeah, uh, I I mainly like I'll go back and like watch like the um the vods of when I get drunk enough to stream uh, uh sing on stream, but um like I'll go back and watch the vods, and if there's like one bad song, I'm like, nah, kill it. I don't want people clipping that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I, I don't know what it is. It's it, it's anxiety for me, but like I also have a clip for you okay. that I've I feel like I did pretty good. Uh hurt nine inch nails. <gasps> Ooh. Banger confirmed. And uh there's uh I, I feel like I did it pretty good, but there is a hiccup I noticed in it. But after that, like, I, I feel like I, I just, I did pretty good with it that I can send to you. Hell yeah. And you can make that for your next charity stream, a donation goal for everybody else to fucking hear it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I'm, I'm fucking down. Like, I, I owe a minimum of one music stream. I think I might owe two now that I think about it. Because we did a music stream, or there was a subathon goal for a music stream, and then there was a charity goal for a music stream, and we hit them both. Oh, fuck. But it's just, it's fucking wild. Like, it's, for me, the, like, the anxiety of those kinds of things. You know, you, you said it takes a lot of courage, and really, it's just me freaking out and like okay i can do this i can do like i'm pacing like freaking out and then i sit down and i hit the button and then i pace some more and then i hit the button to change change scenes and then as soon as people start talking i'm like okay yeah hi i can do this my hands aren't shaking shut the fuck up (laughs) I have this real bad complexion to like ask people like I'm like did I do good like what, what what did you think was good bad about it and then like I'll even ask them like what do you think was uh bad about it and then like they'll say like oh you could have done better on this part and I'm just like god the song fucking sucked <laughs> like well well you know I think I've got a bit of perspective on this kind of thing because you know i've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast like i'm a music guy i've had you know a good level of success in the past i've played to i've played with some amazing bands uh like shared the stage with some big acts played to a lot of people and i'll tell you now you know that was a little while ago uh i was playing to like you know 
over a thousand people. And so, for instance, you know, recently for Ginger's charity stream, uh, I'd been working on some solo material. It, you know, I just recorded it in my bedroom, not for loads of people to hear, but basically a purchase of that went to Ginger's charity stream. And just pressing the send button and, you know, getting people to listen to music I've made, you know, and not even on the scale that I was doing before, filled me with dread and this like, kind of fear. And I think that's part of it. And you feed off that nervous energy. And I think the minute that you lose that, actually, you're, you're on a downward slope. Okay. I've, yeah, I. I've said it before, ahead. and I'll say it again. If you lose the nerves and the 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 drive to wanting something to be better, and the and the the want of critiques and things, you have lost your passion. You have lost your way in whatever it is, whatever that is. Yeah, because the day I the day I go on a stage and perform, and I am not shitting myself. It could be one person, it could be a thousand people. The day I've lost that, you know, there's no point going on, right? Because it makes you, you know, it brings out the best in the performance sometimes, and it can make things more real. You know, even recording yourself. But the thing with recording and, you know, this applies to, you know, kind of moving from streaming onto uh, kind of content that's more mapped out and and planned. You know, there's a different anxiety there on knowing when to stop <laughs> and, not, and not trying to perfect it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, for you guys moving from streaming to like pre-prepared and pre-recorded content, that's the thing you've got to get over. It's knowing when to stop, knowing when things are right and, you know, striving for perfection is good, but sometimes, you know, it's those more vulnerable moments or real moments that are the best uh, that you can capture. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just now thinking. I was like, Sometimes the the things people don't want to see uh, is perfection. Like sometimes people just do like that, the raw material of whatever you're uh, producing. And uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, people would say uh, Slipknot is a, uh, is a great band and stuff like that. Uh, there's probably a lot of criticisms over their Iowa album. Mm-hmm. Um, but... uh, the the best album that they did, in my opinion. Exactly, like music music critics and like critics in general are just like just horrible with things, and they want you to be able to. It's like, oh, why why did uh, you choose this key instead of that? And it's like kind of just different things. And uh, but what the fans loved was that absolute like raw like just talent. You know, this is something that's lost, you know, especially in music at the moment. Uh, and, you know, again, from personal experience, and I know it's somewhere around maybe, cause I've, I've been making music for years, 
and somewhere around 2014 i was in a a group you know we were looking at some like good success but then what it becomes is not just about the content you're putting out it becomes a whole curated image Mm -hmm. around that and i to be honest i think there's something you know uh okay boomer moment here but i think there's something lost in being too curated too clean uh you lose that kind of sense of authenticity about yourself and i think that goes for like any art form throughout history you know even down to paintings because if you look at like say the impressionist movement and impressionist paintings uh that kind of need a little bit of imagination to kind of see what's on the canvas you know imagine if those guys just made photorealistic images then you would have lost something in the translation of what they were trying to say right bro fuck yes <laughs> like uh later picasso like uh paintings like the distortion in them and stuff like that like and then you like tying back into music you go back to like pink floyd like fucking dropping acid and shit like that and like the wall which is uh my favorite album which was uh just written because of uh roger waters his dad was a uh i believe a he was a british soldier but i don't know um the, yeah. all the details about it but he like was a, just he was a beautiful a, fucking album yeah he was an air force pilot and he died before roger waters was born and you know that whole record you know the wall is just about like spitting venom at the situation that he was left in right yeah and, yeah and creating this whole like theatrical piece you know that through that you know through the lens of that loss showcases all these things wrong with society and imagine if he had toned it down and cleaned it up it would have it wouldn't have the impact right yeah exactly bro i fucking love this conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like oh yo this dude gets me man pink floyd (laughs) yeah I, I'm I'm a music junkie. Like I look into a lot of like I'm more of a like I get like basic music um what is that music theory, but where I specifically look into is like lyricism and stuff like that and what's the meaning, like everything like that. Um that's kinda like why I had developed uh, a love for uh, Mushroom Head because their meanings weren't just out there written on the page directly for you to like feel it. It was kind of up to your own interpretation. Right. Uh, just like with the music that Wayland's uh, putting out uh, today, it, it's very, it's vague, ambiguous, so that you can connect to it a lot easier. Yeah. Well, that's. Mm-hmm. When I went and saw Waylon and 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 all the guys, I was sitting there and I was taking pictures and, and a little bit of video here and there, but I really just was there for the show. And it was really cool to see that most of the people didn't have their phones out and weren't, you know, they were actually present in the show. And something hit me, and it really what it really kind of went back to the root of the one of the first times I commented on a live stream of Wayland's and it was on the anniversary of him being clean. And Julie actually remembers my comment from the live stream because I said, you know, Hey dude, 
super proud of you. And, you know, as someone who's got 13 years under the belt, like, I'm, I'm proud of you. You're getting through some of the toughest times. And you're going to make it through, you're going to make it even farther. Like, just one of those. And, like, something hit in one of those songs and, like... I was it brings out, you back. Yeah. I was outside smoking a cigarette, talking to Waylon, and I was like, we we started talking and he, um, about something, and I was like, dude, I just want to say thank you. And then, like, I started to break the fuck down, and he was just like, oh, God, no. Like, don't, no, it's fine. And I was like, no, no, just let me, just let me get it out. Like, you know, you're clean and sober and you know i'm not buying you a drink i'm buying the other guys a drink if they want one but like you know you want to pop or something i got you like um because it was that conversation of of not drinking and not doing drugs and stuff and um someone offered me a a little bit of weed and i turned it down and waylon just looked at me kind of confused and i was like no, dude, 13 years. And, like, the only reason I said anything was because just the music just fucking hit me like a goddamn ton of bricks. But that's the thing I love about music, is it can do that, but it can also just give you some of the best fucking feelings. Well, Waylon and me had a had a thing... Where if he hit 500 subs, he was going to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. And then one day he was like, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. He's like, I'm not going to smoke anymore. And then he, him, Storm, Vlad, everybody was hounding on my ass. Like, Puma, fucking stop smoking. Like, fucking Waylon's doing it. Like, they basically fucking, like, gave me, like, the real fucking situation. Hey, you're trimming fucking, like each cigarette could be an hour off your life Mm. and i fucking i quit that fucking day like i have been without a cigarette for i'm not gonna count ntc because uh my vape actually broke out there and i wouldn't have i fucking i threw my goddamn charger into the fucking desert that that shit pissed me off that really did they put my charger on like a piece, like on a, a little stand-up chair, and so it was on top of someone's like uniform, and they were mopping the fucking. It's called a combat kitchen, and there's a puddle of water there. Someone picked up their uniform and dumped my charger into the water, and I took it. I was like, "All right, who did this?" And they're like, "We don't know." I slung that shit into the desert. If the water didn't get it, I did. I like hammer fisted that fucking charger like a primal ape into the ground. Oh, and uh, yeah, so I had to resort to cigarettes. But ever since NTC, uh, haven't had a cigarette. But before then, I believe my last cigarette was in April or May. That sounds about That's right. Because uh, I feel really guilty because I'm having one right this second. Oh no, dude! I don't even get the feeling. Like me and me and Waylon, uh, we vape, but like it, it's kind of like 
you know, it, a lot of people have told me like, it's like empty promises. It's like, Hey, quit smoking. Hey, quit smoking. It's bad for you. It's like, no shit. I get it. It's bad for me. But like when like I would, I was sat down and like, it's like all my friends and someone I look up to like fucking like, and my wife jumped in on it. She like all everything coming down. It's just like, it's like, fuck. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are right. And that weekend I went and bought a fucking vape stopped. That's yeah. I did a few months managed not to, uh, with the vape, but, but yeah, the thing was I went to a bar and got drinking and that's, uh, because like half of the battle is habitual, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. those moments, you know, it's like, I don't really do it that much, but then during the podcast, I'm like an absolute freak. Okay. Just like, you know, I turn black. That's like with me and driving, man. I like if I get in my car and I want to fucking smoke, I, I, I like I just want to smoke while like just the initial start of the drive. Mm-hmm. And like, but you got to think. I got to do that at like 530 to go to PT. Then I got to do that to come home for breakfast, going to work, coming back from lunch going to work from lunch and then back home like it's that shit adds up over time and then i i had also gotten my uh my car uh it i traded in a car so i had to um change like like i did i was like i don't want to fuck up this car right so i didn't i stopped smoking when i got it but i didn't smoke in the car when i had had a previous like before me quitting yeah, yeah, that's my rule at the moment, not in the car. And see, because, that's... like, a, you just don't want it to smell bad. Right. I, I've been, I'm trying to quit smoking before I completely move and settle into my new apartment, which, uh, that's in about three weeks. And I, my plan was to stop smoking at the beginning of the month, and... Then I got a like a whole slew of just shit happened, and that's my stress response. And I, I don't smoke enough that it's not going to be super hard on my body. But when I tried vaping before, I turned into a hostile ginger. Like, I was ready to rip people's fucking throats out. Mm. And you see, you see, it worked for me, but my shit broke and I've just never got off my ass and fixed it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, like I was so close guys. I was so close. I was like months. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every puff is filled with shame. When well, a lot of people either don't realize that I smoke or I, I make a joke about it, but I, I mean, I come from a long line of smokers and I like, it's just something that kind of fucking happened. And I quit for six, seven years, something like that. And I started smoking again and it's, it's so fucking expensive and it's just so shitty. Like, cause I... Don't even get my car started half the time, and I already have a cigarette lit. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it, wild. Like, what, what it, where mine started from is like, um, yeah, my, like, my entire family smokes. Mm. Entire family. And, um, my dad had like open, open heart surgery and actually he's had a heart transplant. Um, and just that whole scar down his chest, he would always remind me, he's like, don't fucking start smoking because this will happen to you. But then right after saying that, he'd light up a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it seems so absurd to me. Like, it's like, knowing you go through that, why are you, like, still doing it? Mm-hmm. But it, he's he quit smoking within the past uh, year or two. Um, it's just been like I, I feel like everybody's like uh really working together. Yeah. Yeah, which you know totally helps. Well, and I almost did the thing that Waylon did because I was there the day that he uh he, he announced that he was gonna quit smoking and he was gonna vape. I was in that stream, and uh, I was super tempted to do like, hey. I will quit smoking if we hit X number of subs. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm not going to do that for personal reasons. But, like, good on anybody who, like, fucking does shit like that. Like, I... It, it, was, it was really, like, the thing was, was, like, when, when you hit a goal, like, it, it's harder to, like like pick up a cigarette when you're like you're going back on so many people's word right like and that's how it was for me because i told waylon i was like if you quit i quit Mm -hmm. and then uh then now it's like if i pick up a cigarette i'm going back on his word and then like that that just like it kind of forces me to like keep with it Mm mm-hmm yeah, well, yeah, and on the other side of that, you know, when I went to the vape, there were four other friends doing the same thing, and they all caved, and I was the last one. Mm. And, it, you know, it did make it that much harder, <laughs> the fact that, you know, I was like, well, fucking hell, everyone else is doing it. I want to join the gang again. Yeah, right. Uh, I, you're I, sitting I, there with I, the vape, I, and everybody else has a cigarette, yeah, and you're yeah. they're just like, do you want one? Yeah, and, yeah no. what's that android dick you've got in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, sucking that sucking that uh fucking android schlong harder than Captain Picard on series three of TNG. Hell yeah. <laughs> well and like Oh no, I don't compute this data. <laughs> well and like when I was at the con with Storm and Juju Beans and Lila, like when I'm doing a road trip with someone and we take my car, I'm always up front and I'm like, hey, so I usually smoke in my car. However, I will do my damnedest to not smoke in the car or I will be like, hey, do you mind? We'll roll down the windows. We'll, you know, do whatever to make you as, as comfortable as possible. But just like walking from hotel to hotel. I just be like, hey guys, you go ahead, I'll meet you there. I'm gonna go back here and smoke a cigarette away from you guys. Like, it just makes you fucking feel weird. It makes you feel kind of shitty. Like, it's... 
I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. The, you know, you've just there's a sitcom in the UK called the uh, the IT Crowd, and they had an episode uh, because when the smoking ban indoors like took effect, it was around the time this show was on, and they had an episode where it was it was kind of funny because it's exactly what you're saying. Uh, the 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 woman who smoked in the office would have to go outside, and it was like Soviet Russia. <laughs> And she, she, they were like, "Do you think they're gonna find us, Dimitri?" Oh my god! And it's like bleak and snowing and shit. And she's like, "You think they're gonna find us, Dimitri?" Like, yes, but we must smoke. And it's like that compulsion, even though nobody else is doing it. Yeah. Well, and like I go back to stand up, and there's always someone out back smoking a cigarette. Always. Or you go to the bar, and there's always someone out front or on the smoking patio having a cigarette, and then you just end up sitting there talking, and then you end up smoking more, and it's like, god damn. Like, when I would go to stand-up constantly, I would go through triple the amounts of cigarettes than, like, I normally do. Jeez. And it was just because we were all, we'd all stand there and we'd smoke and then we'd talk and then we'd go grab another beer and then we'd end up outside smoking and I would bum them to people and I was just like, fuck man. And so now at this point I'm like, nope, I am not, uh, I'm, I'm slowing down and I'm going to quit. Like I just, I can't keep fucking doing this shit. Well, it, How's uh how's stand up? I've actually like thought about like stand up before, but I've never actually like delved into that world. So stand up like there are some people who are like, um you know, I can definitely see why you did stand up. They think that I'm funny and I'm like, I think I am not funny, but cool, thanks. But it's, there are some, like, core rules to, like, stand up. Like, when, um, like, when you're, if you have a five-minute set, you want to tell, you either have one really long bit that has lots of callbacks, but there's the, the ebbs and the flows, or you cover two or three different things. And, like, so the writing of the stand-up is hard. I don't, I don't, um, write sets. If I have, like, it's like, cool, I'm gonna pick this thing, and I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna, I I know I can make five minutes out of this topic, or this, this storyline, or this conversation. And... It ends up working. I have a five-minute set about red flags on first dates. But it's two or three different first date experiences that I've had. And then... But it's all the same... Under the same umbrella topic. But I'm still hitting the different things and finding your rhythm. And there are people who make tons... You know, who can book shows constantly or whatever and they're not that funny but they know how to talk to people and then you've got people who are insanely funny but can't get uh they can't get you know the time of day somewhere because they're 
when they're not on stage, they're just sitting there writing in their notebook or they're, you know, out back smoking a cigarette, not talking to anybody. Like, yeah, stand up is a lot like streamers. Like, I mean, it's just streaming. I mean, it's just, it's all about how you market yourself. Like, I know a girl who's relatively funny, but she, in less than a year, went from taking stand-up classes and only going up and talking about how her tits are big to she now has a monthly show and she's traveling all over the Midwest and but then you've got me who's only ever been booked on one show and I've had people like lose their goddamn mind, but then I can't get booked on anything. And I'm like, cool, it's fine. Whatever. Like I'm not doing it to make money. I'm doing it to have fun and stand up comedians. Yeah, I'd really like that experience. Stand up comedians are some of the nicest fucking people or the biggest assholes. Oh Yeah. I feel like there's no in between. Yeah, like. But you know, it, it's funny because you say, "Oh, it it has a lot of similarities with streaming," and and here's something I think that both things have in common is definitely it's something that everyone thinks they can do, mm-hmm. but yo, it's hard work. It is because it, you know. It's as you said, you know, stand up takes more that, you know, not that I'm a stand up, but I like a lot of stand up. Uh, but like, stand up is more than just being like a funny person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> and like, every everyone that got like a fucking laugh at a fart joke in school thinks they can do it. Right. But it's the same as streaming, like, hey, I like games. Right. I've got a I've, I've got a neon light in my room, and I like to play Call of Duty. Uh, so I could probably do this thing, but then there's so much more to it than that. Right. I I've I've thought about it since a young age because I really like, you know, in my way of like combating like depression with people and stuff like that. Like I would want to make them like smile and like laugh. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like my uh, thing. So. Yeah, and, and people, people are like, "Hey, why don't you? Why haven't you like thought about like doing like just trying it?" Like, nah, ain't me. <laughs> well, it, it's it's funny. I'm I I'm completely the same way there. In that I I was that guy at school. You know, I I got a lot out of seeing other people laugh and stuff like that. And I I've considered stand up a couple of times, but then I almost prefer like this, like what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Because, because, you know, there are moments where it's funny, but, you know, if a joke doesn't land, we can then pull it back and right. be like, yo, well, let's talk about something. Well, if it, even if a joke doesn't land, like, I mean, there's, there's workarounds to it. Like, you, you can bounce off someone else, like, just the rebound, the, like, conversation, like, you can go down a whole fucking tunnel of fucking jokes, kind of like with the the whole Prince Albert shit. Like right. that shit was funny. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Let's bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, is like, um, with with stand up, I could 
deliver the exact same set the exact same way in three different rooms. And I will get three totally different reactions. I mean, it's it's definitely a it's it's a weird it's it's so weird. And I know other stand up comedians from my local scene who stream and there are people who are really good at marketing themselves. So they like hit affiliate really fast, but then their average viewer count is really low or they don't get a ton of subs or like it, they do really well in, in certain moments. And then they don't, they don't flourish the way they want to. And it's, you know, a, that's a level of performing that is is so you know weird. I mean, I've had I did a stand-up set while I was um withdrawing from my meds because I couldn't afford them anymore, so I stopped taking them. And I was shake like I couldn't control the like shakes. And the sweating and my mouth was dry and I was in just full withdrawal. And I said, you know, I could stand up here and I could I could talk to you guys and, and try to make you laugh and, and make a joke about how I'm shaking. But I'm going to just be real instead. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to, like, I'm just going to be absolutely fucking real and raw. And you guys are going to be really uncomfortable. But guess what? We're at a bar on a Tuesday night and you're watching a bunch of non-professional stand-up comedians eat ass. And it got a chuckle. And I I actually started to laugh a little bit at that. Like, but I mean, just me being kind of real and raw got people to laugh. And then I took them down a little bit of a darker path. And then I brought them back and I was like, so I may be up here shaking and I have cotton mouth and I look like I'm coming down off a crack bender. But guess what? I still did it. And then I sat down the mic and I walked off the stage and the host was just like, holy shit. And he stopped me and like made me give him a hug. (laughs) Yeah. And then he went, and then he went, ladies and gentlemen, Michael J. Fox. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Cause like in, if you look statistically, stand-up comedians are, more likely and performers and like public figures are more likely to struggle with depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts and all that stuff. But nobody is allowed to talk about it because of the fucking stigma behind it. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to talk about my shit all I want. Cause it's mine and I could do whatever the fuck I want. Bitch. <laughs> I really think if you don't have thoughts of, uh, like, you're going 70 on the highway, and then you're like, what if I just fucking whip the wheel to the right? What would happen? Right. I feel like if you don't have normal thoughts like that, like, it's like, it's like really? It's like, are you lying to everybody when you haven't at least, like, thought about it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to, uh, I really want to go on stage one day and talk about the, the time. I basically... Uh, been through like a mental health crisis i got to as low as you can imagine and i really want to go on stage and tell the story about 
the time I went into a department store and I'm still standing by, and I just got out of this like horrible time, and I'm still standing by Elton John was playing on the store radio, and I started uh, bursting into tears whilst buying uh, sweaters. And that's like... <laughs> you know what man we're gonna fucking get through this okay and like, the clerk's looking at me like a piece of shit i mean like, who's, yeah, this, who's this crackhead <laughs> okay, i don't but that happened you know yeah that's kind of like uh like i was just thinking i was I first said it's probably how bare bones the fucking humans like how humans can get because like whenever I was at uh, my training event at uh in California like I was like we didn't have anything we we had people that had cooked for us we didn't have like porta potties we shit piss everything out in the fucking desert like and there was one at one point we had stopped at around 11 o'clock at night. We were on a convoy and then um, I went far enough off the trail to where I thought someone couldn't, you know, see me shit. And there are these people called OCs that kind of observe us and make sure we're not doing anything illegal and stuff like that while we're out there. And um, one thing is, is you're not supposed to you're supposed to shit into a bag and actually like throw away that bag into a dumpster that's marked for those type of like uh hazards mm -hmm. but what had happened was we didn't have bags so i was full-on shitting into the fucking ground in a fucking hole i had dug and sure enough a fucking oc comes with uh blackout headlights meaning like they can see me, I can't see them type shit. Oh, <laughs> and I was just bare-assed fucking doo-doo strings coming off my fucking ass. Like, I was like, yeah, you caught me. Yeah, I'm sh I'm shitting right now. And also, I got attacked by fucking ants while <laughs> I was shitting. Like, the ants are, like, drawn to shit or something. <laughs> you know you, are, you aren't actually a wild animal, uh, Lieutenant Puma. <laughs> Bro, I, like... Back to the fucking barracks. I was just thinking about how bare bones can you can you get as a human. Right. Like I I really started to cherish uh toilets. <laughs> well, that's I I mean, I've had fucking like I was sitting in the middle of a coffee shop talking to someone and I I just straight up like just ugly fucking crying for no goddamn reason i mean like somebody asked me once do you do you feel like it's cringe when you when you cry during your streams and i was like why would i hide my human fucking emotions from the people who probably know me best and are the ones supporting me why would i hide my genuine reaction to their kindness like, why would I not just be a fucking human? And I think I think that's one of the things that like, it it's one of my more endearing qualities is that I'm just very real and very human, and it's fine. <laughs> like, oh, look at this! So wholesome. I I, I think I can. 
What were you going to say? I was going to say, I just, I, I, I fucking hate when people are just, you know, well, uh, isn't it cringe? And I'm like, you may think it's cringe, but I don't. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, like the whole... Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I keep talking uh, over people. Uh, no, but, like, I, I'm so bad. I'm so bad for it. I've listened back to the, I've had to edit myself out so many times, <laughs> just talking like a fucking asshole. So sorry. But, continue. You're more. You're the VIP here. No. Nah. But the, like the only thing like that like I can relate to that person for is like. I, I feel like I have a real like lack of showing emotion a lot of the time. And that's a, that's definitely a problem. Like I, I don't know how to fix it, but I feel like people that are very lacking or of the ability to show emotion tend to think emotions are a lot weirder than they actually are like mm-hmm. they they are completely normal like human fucking reactions to shit but for someone like me like i i i don't i i i, I when i see someone cry i immediately like think like pain and it's kind of like hard to watch i don't think of like happy tears because i very rarely ever have those happen right um so it's just something like i guess built up inside of me where like emotions are weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like to call it Hank Hill syndrome. <laughs> what my emotions what? are flatter uh, than his yeah. ass. Uh, like, oh, Bobby, what are you doing with those emotions over there? Yeah, are I... you having a goth phase? Jesus fuck! I love that it it was like a a British gay Hank Hill. That was. <laughs> Would you like to come to the pantry, <laughs> Ladybird? <laughs> oh, she's a good girl. I tell you I what. I just sound like a, I sound like a fucking Elvis impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you you want to hear about like I I I I had an idea when I so I was running an academic conference and we had this uh at, at the college I work at and uh, there was this uh, philosopher guy well a philosophy uh phd guy doing a talk and he was saying like he was talking about moments you know you you're talking about like raw human moments and how raw can they get and he was talking about catching yourself in the mirror uh you know in difficult times and just seeing that like raw moment like kind of bubble up and become real and it got it got me to thinking like you know rather inappropriately at the time to be honest like Imagine if you were like beating one out and you caught yourself in the mirror as you were doing it and then just having to come to terms with that dead-eyed expression. <laughs> <laughs> like what what do you come to learn about yourself in that moment? And start that, fingering it, my it, own it, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, oh, I'm so hot. Um, no, but like, you know, dead, like, like just like flapping away. You, you sound like a pigeon in flight. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just catch yourself dead eyed looking at like, I don't know what, like your iPad or whatever she... people watch there. And then like you're dead eyed just watching, you know, someone that probably hates themselves, like jumping on some dude. And then you, you've got this dead eyed expression. You sound like a bird in flight. 
and then catching yourself in that moment and being like, oh, this is who I am. <laughs> all that education, all those moments of emotion and like humanity gone in an instant like tears in rain as I stare and see myself with a dead-eyed expression. Oh my god. I, I, I've actually had like not to that extent of like cranking it and see myself in the mirror but like when I when I'm like blasted and I look at myself in the mirror like usually I give myself the most disgusting look and then fucking just go back to street. Right? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, the mirror is the worst. I I I was uh, on an LSD trip one time and they say like the one thing you shouldn't do is look in the mirror. And I mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the the problem is in my bathroom, the mirror is right over the toilet. So you know, think what you want. I have to stare myself in the face every time I take a piss. So I go for this like acid rainbow piss, and I catch myself in the mirror, and I look like a fucking Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I I can't. Am- <laughs> just a mirror while i'm pissing that's almost like as worse as a mirror while i'm shitting like i can't imagine what that would i've uh, never had it happen and i hopefully never do well you know you know i didn't choose the layout but like there it is and like you know it's lucky i'm not beautiful because i would never hit the ball <laughs> it's better than my layout like my layout is a window like right above like the toilet so like i could literally open the window and like look out and see people walking on the sidewalk and be like hey what's up they wouldn't know i'm pissing you know yeah see that that's what jeff bezos has and he just imagines he's pissing on everyone's heads oh my god yeah yeah i'll piss on you faster if you get a prime membership Uh, that's so hot (laughs) oh oh, yeah finger in the mouth God damn it. Yeah, I, there's something that dudes, I and for some women, I'm sure, but there's something that dude, they're always just like, I love just watching a girl get off. And I'm like, by herself? I'm like, yeah, isn't it hot? And I'm like, do you think I really want to look at myself while I'm flicking the bean and like, no no even if i thought i was hot i wouldn't be like yes mirror let me see i need to like no no that's why i don't edit my own fucking streams down for anything just no no gingy no (laughs) that's why i edit down the part of the stream where i flick the bean (laughs) no because i just don't find it hot I... Like I, when I have a kill streak on cut, now that's hot. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, yeah, I just feel like you know, I don't know. I I do understand like the point of like watching someone like become satisfied and stuff like that. But like for me, like it's more like the action, like my partner, like it's like I want them to be satisfied. It's not like. It's not like a thing on the internet where I just like watch some like random shit. No, it's it's more like partner based for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's that's called like having a healthy perspective on the matter, and you you're not watching too much like fucking internet material at that point. I found myself. Yeah, I I don't have to worry about fucking ED. My shit's busting like fucking five seconds. <laughs> I've literally had to say to multiple people recently. Reality and porn are two different things, and then they'll say something, and I'll and I'll just reality, and I'll like point at something, and then I hold out my hand and I go porn. Know the difference. Get get figure it the fuck out. Like you, <laughs> you are a grown ass person. How can you confuse uh... reality and porn right now? <laughs> Because, like, when's the last time you found reality in a paper bag in the woods? <laughs> I mean, they're trying to make they're trying to make those those things uh, come together more often because, like, my, I'm not going to put his name out here. But uh, one of my friends does have a, what's called a Mia Malkova fleshlight. And the um, fleshlight is an actual mold of her organ. So, yeah, that's uh, it, it's too fucking weird for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, oh, hey, Mia Malkova, you know, maybe she wants to lay with me. Yeah, I've not got a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fucked, like, I don't, I have been around my fair share of, of, of porn-related things, and I had a nasty habit of accidentally being the first person to take someone to a sex shop and having to teach them a grown ass adult basic things about their body. Like there's this girl that I worked with uh, a couple years ago and I took her to the sex shop for the first time. And it was me, my ex-wife, her and her boyfriend. And she something got, she picked up like a, a porn DVD and she goes that's gross and I went what and it was a compilation DVD of girls like squirting or something and she's just like they're just peeing everywhere and I went wait what stop stop everything we we need to have a conversation here because you don't understand basic functions of your own body right now And then yeah, I still believe pee is stored uh, stored in the balls. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's because you nut so fast. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's like automatically built in. <laughs> I got my backup load, the Amber Dragon. Oh God. If this episode's not titled The Amber Dragon, I'm I'm quitting. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was actually talking with the fact we were talking about Prince Albert's because we had Golden 10. I was thinking about maybe calling it Titanium 12. Oh, my God. Holy I shit. am down for whatever. Oh, God. Uh, he always what pulls a, a good title. What a fucking roller coaster. Mm. Well, we're yeah, about... Bring a fucking snorkel. <laughs> well, we're going to change gears one more time. Uh, and we're going to get into 
Thank God. One of the weirdest segments of podcast usually, but I don't Fuck know about yeah. this one. We're gonna get in. We're gonna just jump into some guest questions. And I know Puma, you've been uh, preparing a little bit. You've seen what some of these, the past guest questions have been, um, because you don't like surprises. But we've got yep. some. We've got some ones that aren't in the Discord. And we've got some that are. But we will start with the guest question that every guest gets. If you could have one mundane superpower, what would it be? Yeah, and I totally forgot to Google mundane. So can you run the definition or like a rough estimate of like what that word means by me? So if you... Uh, Carry on. If you want the definition of mundane, lacking interest or excitement, other words, they're in the, they also say dull, or, um, yeah, so, it, like, something that's just kind of everyday, very pedestrian, something that's not like, I want to fly, I want to be able to read people's minds, like, if it is something like that, it's very limited for a specific purpose kind of thing. You can't save the world with this power, but you could probably save a few minutes out of your day. Yeah. My, so one I want, not one I have. Correct? <laughs> if you could pick one, uh, what would it be? And it could be something you currently already do, amplified, or something um, that you wish you could yeah. do. This isn't your Peter Parker audition into the fucking domestic Avengers. Mm, this this is tricky. This is this is really because uh, I was thinking of what is my mundane superpower. Now my it was going to be my ability to fuck up anything good I have going for me. So, <laughs> um, uh, if I could have one, um. Jeez, this is just like mundane superpower. I what is it? What has been the answers before? So, like Lila, she um, uh, she said, you know, be able to bloom flowers for something nice or become invisible for like 20 seconds to get out of an awkward situation or conversation. Um, there's been, um, things related to cleaning. Um, there was, somebody said the ability to have my trash just picked up off of my floor. I'll sort it, you know, I'd have to sort it later, but picking my trash up off, off the floor for me if I'm streaming and I drop trash on the floor kind of thing. Um, my mundane superpower, I, I would assume like, cause. Oh, I got it. I got it. My mundane superpower for me to be able to listen to music and hear everybody else without wearing headphones or anything, earpods, nothing, all the time. 
music makes my life so much better. And like, if I could hear it all the time, that'd be perfect for me. Like it'd take my, yeah. like worlds of stress off of me. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm surprised with the answer that you don't work in retail. Oh no, dude! Fuck retail. They they hear like fucking California girls like twenty four seven. Oh, it's fucking awful. Like they play the same ones. To be honest, the the best like uh, station I've heard at a like retail store or really anywhere is a Sonic. Sonic has some fucking bangers. Mm-hmm. And uh. There was one at Applebee's, like, they were playing, like, Evanescence, and I was like, this is really, like, the weirdest place to be playing Evanescence, but I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I can have going under playing while the business is failing. <laughs> right? It... Music is such a a fucking thing that people, like when you remove music from like their lives or their everyday existence, it's like, no, seriously, music is one of those things that is just absolutely so fucking important to so many people. Yeah. And it's crazy when you think about it, because it's like vibrations in air. Mm. Bro, I was just thinking about that. (laughs) Get out of my head. Because well, because this is like, like when when I first had uh, my music come out on vinyl, and like I had the record in my hands, I was like, "Bro, this this was like a year of my life it took to make this thing." And then I'm looking at the grooves in the record, and I'm like, "This is just the vibrations of that moment." I'm like, "Whoa, bro, it's vibrations in air." Yeah, absolutely crazy. And like how just the thing that they they harmonize together just to like I mean they could bring down someone's like blood pressure like it's honestly crazy how like uh, therapeutic mu- uh, music is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know to add to like my growing list of mundane superpowers, this would be a good one. Is that if you thought of like a tune or a song in your head just for that to be existing as a piece of music in the world. Like, so you didn't need to play an instrument, you didn't need to do anything, but, like, the vision in your head of a song, it's just, like, it just happens. You can, It just appears as a piece of music. That would be cool as fuck. Yeah. It's just, it, music is just such a wild thing, so I really, I really like that answer, because I never would have thought of something like that. Yeah, that's like almost too good. Can you come up with another one about like farting? In it? Like, uh, I actually did yeah. have another one like thought of. Yeah, yeah like, so you, you, you fart out the Price is Right theme tune and then get all the answers. Like um, I do enough, I do enough uh, PP Kegels to where uh, my next one would be um, just the 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 option to just come on command and just like be like, you know what? I'm having a rough day. Just fucking just uh and then fucking continue on about my day. <laughs> oh. Oh. And it's in different directions because you're fucking sweet as fuck. Punk rock Prince Albert. <laughs> Punk rock yeah. Prince Albert. That's a yeah. fucking... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, uh, 
And my superhero name would be the Cum Colander. <laughs> Bro, you could reach record numbers. Oh, like, fuck. my record personally eight one day. Eight times. I'll I'll dis I'll disclose it off recording. <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, it was it was a tough touchdown on the asphalt that day. God damn it. I won't be talking about or disclosing some of that info, but, uh, yeah, let's just say it's different for a woman. Um, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, just keep going. 20. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Um, but, I, yeah, I, both of those are are pretty fucking fire because I mean, let's be real, just fucking that release, so good, so worth it, so needed. It's really stress relief, like all around. Yes. So I, I can, I can dig it. Um. Yeah. Fuck. Um, We'd like to thank our sponsors. Come dot com. <laughs> Adam and Eve, code Puma on checkout. <laughs> You'll be coming. He, he saw you coming. I want an Adam and Eve sponsorship. I don't give a fuck. I want an Adam and Eve sponsorship. Yeah, have you I wouldn't mind it. Have you seen the weird shit they send the people that they sponsor? No. Dude, they send them like a box of like, and it's it's under the guise of like, we think you might like these items based on your content. And, like, when you open the box and you, like, put out, like, your video or whatever, and you're like, I don't know why they sent me a giant inflatable, like, Anna Nicole Smith, um, <coughs> because I'm into dudes, but... <laughs> oh, we can work with this. <laughs> like, or just, like, but they almost meme the people that they sponsor with the fucking types of packages they send them. It's so fucking good. I want Adam and Eve's Bro, if I could just get an American flag dildo just just hang in my room, I'd I'd do it. I'd send you a great American dream or great American challenge. That's what it is. Yeah, the three foot monster dog. I don't think I haven't seen it before. (laughs) I was going to say, you've got to (laughs) know. That thing is as big around as my fucking arm and fucking that thing's bigger than my future (laughs) (laughs) and and the thing about it it'll intertwine with my future if we keep talking about it like this hey uh adam and eve it's just great great to hear uh you know proud americans coming together (laughs) exactly coming together uh so adam and eve uh make sure you reach out to a hostile Puma and Ginger Snap sixty seven uh, for potential sponsorship opportunities. Okay, thanks. <laughs> That's AdamandEve.com. <laughs> Allowing the serpent to enter your garden. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I hate it here. I want to go home, Mom. Mom. We'd offer you, we'd offer you ten percent off, but we know that you want more. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, 
do uh do we want to redirect to some non-sexual yeah. questions? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. So, we've got a a couple um in the Discord server and then we've also received a couple from Twitter as well. Yeah. Okay. Um So, I guess let's let's hit a couple of these out of Discord and then we'll we'll see what we got from the Twitter questions. How about that? That's fine with me. Cool. Um What's the story behind your Twitch handle from Ronnie Tonic? Uh so my Twitch handle came from one of my friends uh, back when like I how I had said when I started streaming um uh, I actually had just recently changed my name from like it was just like my middle name and a couple of random numbers but I changed it to a hostile puma because he was a friendly puma. And um, he was a real nice guy. Uh, me and him were like best friends at that point. We we could always like talk and shoot the shit. And um, I I went to go see him before. And like, it, it was just all in all a great guy. Kind of someone that like kind of paved my way for like my uh, Call of Duty uh, career. And um Someone I still look up to today. I he's been doing a lot of great things with uh, the culinary industry and stuff like that, and I just really do appreciate everything he's done for me. And I I, I don't want to change my name because this is kind of like an ode to our friendship too, you know. Hell yeah, that's that's super fucking cool. I love that. Um. We've got another. I I do really like that. That's 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 super fucking sweet and wholesome. Um, would you same? Uh, another question from Ronnie. Would you rather go skydiving or cave exploring? Ooh. Um. I would say. Uh cave exploring because skydiving you can only do it like really like once and then that's your like it not that it's not going to be exciting like after doing it but um there's only so many things you can explore and do with um skydiving uh cave diet or cave diving would be you could like there's so many different caves, so many different things to view, see, observe. Um, and there's a lot more to the ocean than there is the sky, you know. Yeah. There's still creatures being found and everything like that. Hmm. Yeah, I would go cave exploring as well. You know, just purely for the fact that eventually you're going to come across someone's like secret lair. Yeah. Or, you know, I can just pick up iPhones off, like, a fucking, like, beach and uh, just resell them for profit, you know? Because I'm a sellout. <laughs> I mean, I I would probably go... I'd probably go uh, cave exploring, but I don't even know if I would actually say that, at, like, in like with certainty 
I fucking hate heights. I fucking absolutely despise like being feeling claustrophobic. Like Yeah, I mean I wouldn't do any cave diving where I have to like fit somewhere like Yeah. Like squeeze myself into something. Fuck no. I that that shit's for the birds. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't like I'm I'm so fucking weird about that shit. But um and just the thought of having to jump out of a plane and not be paid a ton of money for it. Yeah, no, fuck all that. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, cool. unless I got like Red Bull sponsoring me, good luck. You've got to be strapped to some fucking asshat that fucking loves it. Mm. Oh, no, I, I yeah. want to pull the cord myself. I want to like, I want to have the like, uh, what is it, the risers. I want to be able to operate it myself. Like if I do go skydiving, I don't want to be attached to anybody. I want to be able to do it myself. Like, by myself. Fuck that. Fuck that. Strap my ass to some muscle-bound dude and, mm. and just fucking... Yeah, cool. Just, I fucking imagine it. Off. Can you feel the G-force? You're like, shut up, man. You're like, fuck me. What happens dude. if you just don't like the dude you're with? Like, I gotta sit mm. with him for, like, <laughs> however long it takes until we drift down. It's like, bro, I don't even fucking like you. Mm. Right. This, this sabotage his fucking parachute. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. And fucking, mm. in the cave, all you can hear is... <laughs> That's it. Yeah, just the, the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, water sound. You I can't wait to step on fucking player two Tails' head and jump out of this fucking deep asshole. Yeah, I I don't know, dude. That's that's a tough question, and I don't like either option. I'll just happily sit my ass behind my computer or like go for a hike. Oh <laughs> I think cave exploring, like with uh like what is it? Cave exploring uh without like the claustrophobia, then yeah. Yeah. Like it'd be it'd be really easy to just uh get chem lights like the like little fucking glow sticks and like, just drop them so you know your way out. But mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, like I'm not gonna be going like fucking super fucking deep into it. Fuck no. I won't yeah, be no. cave diving like it's fucking amaranth's fucking snatch. <laughs> fucking shit's got an echo. Pim <laughs> is just like I'll go muff diving. God damn it, Puma. I fucking love you. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah. You just go you just go down into a cave and there's just like five thousand fucking idiots called Hoss. <laughs> oh shit, it said cave ex- I, I for some reason like immediately my fucking mind went to like underwater cave exploring. I didn't even think it was like, you know. Oh. No, I, it just says cave exploring. You know, it doesn't say it, there's no I specifics. Mean, underwater cave exploring would sound dope, but like, I I've been like cave like on a cave like um exhibit before, and honestly, it wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty cool. Not too many claustrophobic things. I do it like really enjoy like learning about um cave dynamics, about how like the water will drip off and the sediment from inside the water will uh, cause those, like, long, like, it's almost like spike-shaped uh, rock yeah. structures in there. Yeah, stalactites. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, 
I actually went to a cave recently uh, on my last vacation. I was out in the wilds uh, inside, the, inside the cave was uh, a picnic area built uh, in the 19th century. And it was cool as fuck. Holy shit. Yeah, so they'd like, they'd like carved like benches into the wall and shit. It was cool. Yeah, I've I've walked through caves underneath Niagara Falls, and I've done like walked through like caves and like um, that have formed in like gorges and stuff. But I caves, they're they're just so like caves can be fine, but I know that there are tight spots in caves. But I also cannot bring myself to jump my ass out of an airplane unless that airplane is going down already or I'm being paid lots of money to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I I will never pay someone money for me to jump out of an airplane. That's just fuck no. outrageous. Fuck no. When the army will pay me for it to jump out of an airplane, but yeah, my knees are worth saving. Yes. When when I was uh, traveling around uh, Europe a few years ago, I met this uh, dude from New Zealand, and he uh, he jumped out of a plane over an active volcano, and I just thought, "Fuck that, you dumb shit! That's fucking evolution." That's that's a Darwin Award waiting to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the wind blows in the wrong way, and you're slowly like descending towards a fucking. Like the mouth of a fucking volcano. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry, but like, nah, dog. That ain't for me. You'll literally burn up before you even fucking touch lava. That's how hot it is there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The sun god is gonna have to wait another day for his fucking pound of flesh. Yeah. I. Fuck, dude. Mm. -mm. Next question. We're not fucking outdoors people, Ronnie. We, 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 like, we, we like to watch people play games. <laughs> Often late into well, the, I night, mean, the night. To, to be honest, like doing like uh, the the French cave exploration uh, where like they have the like mounds of like skulls and shit. Like that would be something to do. Like uh, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be gnarly, but. Yo, I've been to that in Italy. There was a place I went to, and it was uh, the fucking crypt of the Capuchin monks uh, from like the seventeen hundreds, and that shit was fucking wild, man. Because like they just hung them up there, like they would hang the dead on the walls, fully clothed, and uh, because it's like all limestone and shit in there, like the clothes were still preserved, so you could see like fucking seventeenth century monks. Still in their robes, but they were just skeletons hanging off the wall. Jesus. That's... Well, <coughs> why don't we grab one of those Twitter questions? Yeah, cool. So I've got three on Twitter from 0121 Dylan. Uh, thank you very much. Um, you know, people, please continue to send me, uh, you know, my Twitter handles, Druid Knowledge. Feel free to send questions at any time, uh, like this fucking legend of a dude here, dude. Uh, he says, so he's got three questions. Uh, I don't know if we've got time for them all. Um, 
So I'm going to start with his most uh, kind of risque one, I guess. And that is, what conspiracy theories do you believe in? Ooh. Um, conspiracy theories that I believe in. Uh, ooh, this is a risky one because this one's actually like near and dear to me. Like, it's actually recent. Um, it, it's one that I haven't heard. Like, uh, something I believe myself. I've came up with the theory myself. I I don't know if anybody shares uh thoughts of it. One, uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's one. I wholeheartedly believe um uh and a conspiracy theory that uh china had made the coronavirus to disrupt the um hong kong protest because they were getting too out of hand and it just got uh it was way more uh easy to contract than they could uh like contain it and uh it got worldwide and started to mutate um that's one that i believe That might be too far out there, though. No, well, I don't no, well, think so. Well, there's this whole, you know, we we don't get political a whole lot on this show, but, like, didn't some, like, shit come out recently and, like, it's like Fauci was basically fucking caught lying, <laughs> like, hook, line, and sinker about this shit. And, it, you know, the nature of the coronavirus is that it just fucking changes all the time. So now I'm hearing that people uh, have had the coronavirus and they're just like shitting themselves. There's no respiratory problems. And I'm like, that had to be made in a lab, man. Yeah, that's, that's right. what I'm saying. Like my uh, my friends are just shitting his brains out now. And it's like, it, it's either something for like population control or like just fucking, it was something about all the riots happening at that point. Because there was national riots there was riots happening in the u.s hong kong protests um i don't know if venezuela was still happening then but like a lot of things were going on at that time and just kind of like it was like oh everybody stay indoors like it just it's such a thing where it's just like it was convenient it's too convenient you know yeah on the on the world stage Yo, yeah. but I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm not denying that shit got out of hand and that it's real. Mm. Yeah, it, coronavirus yeah. is real, and wear your mask, get vaccinated. I'm a full firm believer in uh, that kind of stuff. Um, as how much the vaccination actually works uh, compared to this Delta variant, I'm unsure of. But I'd rather be I'd rather be safe for people uh, in my family that has. Uh, what is it? Um, their immune system doesn't work as well as other people, so they could very possibly die from it. Like right. I'm all for it. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, so, yeah. I'm gonna get kind of, kind of real and kind of deep here for a second. But since January of 2020, I have had over 30 people that I know die, whether it was corona related or not. And the number keeps growing. That is not an insignificant amount of people, especially to one person. And 
I've known people who are healthy, they work out, they eat right, they don't have pre-existing conditions, they don't have any issues, and they catch COVID and they die. Like, once that happens to you, someone who said, oh, I'll be fine. If I get Rona, I'm going to be okay. And they catch Corona and a week later they're on a ventilator dying. Like, shit's real. And, like, I, I don't know. It's really, the, the thing about getting vaccinated and taking it seriously is it's not about, it's, it's about protecting yourself. But it's not just about protecting yourself. It's about protecting people who can't, who will die if they get the vaccine because of pre-existing issues. Like, think about someone other than yourself for five fucking seconds, bro. Yeah, that that was my ultimate decision. Um, I I'm typically, uh, you know, more conservative, like leaning and. A lot of people are like, you know, conservatives are fucking idiots. I'll agree with this on this one, but um uh like the whole fact that like it's my body, it's my choice, like it's like it's not really when you're talking about like millions of fucking people like yeah, just like going to the grocery store, how many people you pass in a day that you don't know their backstory, you don't know everything about them, and that they could possibly not be here to fucking morrow if they got that shit. Like, right. And, you know, you, you bring up the point about you're, you're generally more conservative, and that's where I get real nervous with, with like, metalheads in general. Because, you know, I am not a straight... I'm not straight. Like, I have an ex-wife. And I don't give a shit if you smoke weed or, you know, you no, see, do the, shrooms the, and shit like that. Like To cover my basis on how I feel politically, uh, I think two vaccinated gay couples should be able to protect their pot farm with uh, AR-15s. That's, um... Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great way to explain it. I, I, I'm libertarian. Um, and, but like a little bit more like right leaning, I guess you could say like, I, like the thing is, is like the whole premise of the United States, uh, the life, liberty and pursuit of happiness. When you take away any of those parts on the life, liberty and pursuit of happiness, if I were to tell you, you were wrong about your choices in life and your pursuit for happiness, that would make me a fucking hypocrite. Right. And fucking anybody else that like hears this and like you, I mean, you may have your own opinions, but just hear me out. Like not everybody has to be, as we talked about earlier, cookie cutter. Um, we all can formulate our own opinions and just fucking don't believe everything. The fucking TV tells you like for, form your own opinion. Right. Yeah, and certainly, you know, don't follow the advice of your drunk uncle on Facebook at one AM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ivermectin, you can ever make this. 
it's it and you know we we don't get super political here this is probably the most political we've gotten but i think people can usually generally tell where i lean on things but you know when you talk about you know political conspiracies like you talk about epstein like we we all know what happens this one just happened to be very very public like it is what it is and i mean yeah but like the thing is is like not a lot of people there was a who was it alex jones that fucking said something about it way back when yeah like that dude i i believe that dude's batshit crazy absolutely but (laughs) the fucking the fact that he was able to say this shit and he like now he's like i was right all you fuckers like this this is like something where like with money and power like people like can do whatever the fuck they want basically mm-hmm. it is disgusting yeah like it it's just it's fucking i can go on and on about money and power and and shit like that and that's you know how it changes this person it does this and it does that and it's like all right yeah but who the fuck is gonna listen to me yeah you know like the the people who are within earshot cool like i put my my time and my energy and my focus into things that i might actually be able to make a change on but yeah uh, I, well i mean i i'm not gonna lie i i am quite big into uh politics and everything like that but it's only because like i i want like what's best for you know everybody like i like doing my research on things so that like everybody like how i explained your community everybody feels like they have a home place that they can go to and um feel like accepted Mm -hmm. well and because that's the thing is we don't have to agree on everything as long as you're respectful cool like i mean and that's that's the big thing that a lot of people are fucking missing now and yeah you know we can have a difference of opinion and we can have an adult conversation and then I can still say, cool, you're ready to have a beer. Let's go do whatever. Like, there's so much of that that's missing at this point. And I'm like, that's why I don't talk politics a lot. That's why I don't, you know, a lot of that stuff, I just keep my fucking head down and I shut the hell up. But, you know, I, uh, it's, it's just weird. And the thinking about like conspiracy theories all the stuff that like pops into my head is like um stuff that's like political but yeah but one of the conspiracy theories that i i like to believe uh was probably true is you remember when wayfair had listings on their website of like it was like toy chess but it was all like these kids names and really you were just buying a child from Wayfair for, like, 400 bucks. What? Do you remember that? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, hold the fuck up. 
Um, no fucking way. I, I got to look at into this. So, helps if I can it, uh, spell. Yeah, a quick, a quick summary is that uh, Wayfair was selling on their website uh, items of furniture for like upwards of ten thousand dollars and more, mm-hmm. and they they had it had like they the items of furniture had very specific names, and someone worked out that the names on these pricey bits of furniture were uh, names of actual missing children. Whoa, yeah, I'm reading into this. Like, they said, Anons may have busted human trafficking ring uh, from seller on Wayfair selling $1,000 cabinets that are worth 20 or $200 with names of missing children. And they tagged FBI and uh, Wayfair. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, there's um, an Arizona, like, so there's articles everywhere saying it's debunked. I firmly believe that it was some third-party seller on Wayfair's website. And, like, that's that's firmly what I believe. Or someone got into Wayfair's system and fucking listed it. But, I mean, how much money can you pay off to say something's uh, debunked, you know? Exactly. This article says an Arizona couple helped fuel the rumor by posting on Instagram that they had purchased a $17,000 desk from Wayfair and would share their experience with their followers. And uh, they, like, the chick was, um, she described, is self-described microblading artist, creator, entrepreneur, and social media maven. Um, And she founded a uh, a company that sells beauty products but like I'm skimming this so the video they here we go conspiracy theorists point to Wayfair products that are listed for thousands of dollars and identified by human names and connect those to reports of missing children with the same names as evidence that these children are being sold online they believe that after the transaction is complete a child not the furnishing will be delivered to the buyer uh, Justin Thompson explained in the video he ordered a $17,000 Wayfair desk to prove the human trafficking theory by revealing that the company is not actually delivering these high-priced products to buyers. They said that they were going to dispute the charges. After making the purchase, he said um, he found an original listing for the desk called Plinka USA and MDD, the manufacturer, to ask why the name and product numbers and prices were changed to be sold on Wayfair's website. Like, it, there's, like, the things are, like, things just don't quite add up on it, and, like, I firmly believe that somebody was still, was trafficking children this way. I firmly fucking believe that. The only thing that I have a bone with about this, right? is that if I was spearheading a child trafficking ring through a major website, which is very spotlighted as it is when we have resources like the dark web, uh, I, I can kind of see like the hiding in plain sight aspects of it, and I kind of understand that. What I don't get is, why would you use the actual names? Yeah. 
Because so, that to me seems like a big doppy move, like idiocy. So here's the thing: you're figuring out the gender of the kid, and a lot of human traffickers leave, um, leave clues as to like what the the kid would be, quote unquote, sold for, or like what their the draw for buying that child is. They'll list kids who are more who have a bigger attitude for less money, so they sell better. Like human traff, like I, human trafficking is one of those crazy things, and it's super hard to combat. Um, but I f- like I firmly believe that because Walmart also got accused of it too. Like, because Walmart had, uh. Um, had the same kind of thing, but it was a third-party seller on Walmart's website. So it's the third-party element that makes it more plausible, really. Yes. So, and for legal purposes, I have no proof. I have no, you know, there's there's nothing that I can say concrete that, yes, Wayfair was you know, aiding in, in human trafficking. I, I And I don't. I don't have the proof. It's just a conspiracy theory that I think could be very plausible. Well, I mean, even if they did, like, like, I, I'm looking at a, a fucking desk right now, and they still have fucking names on it. It says Aria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's crazy that they would still have, like, uh, names attached to this. Right. And uh, there's a, a Phileas. Like, this doesn't look like a high-quality desk at all. And it, it $20,000. Right. Like, you're kidding me. It There's no fucking reason... Like, Kalen Desk. There's Kyler. Like, that. I wouldn't have a name anywhere at all associated with names like that. Just anywhere. Yeah. The PR guy is smoking crack still. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I get that means renaming all of your products, but... Is still like that's a fucking PR blow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather spend the day just calling it like fucking, you know, the Oak Warrior, right? Or like something like you can call it like I don't know, fucking Zealot, like anything. You can yeah. like literally throw like any Greek title, like old Greek like name on it, like oh, this is a Zeus. Oh, uh, yeah, great. Like it's Zeus, woo! Like <laughs> the best one. Yeah, I. Or just call. Or how about this? Fucking just call it a desk. Right, black wood desk. Maple. <laughs> Maple. <laughs> Tell me the type of wood. Yeah. 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 I just yeah. So that's. That's my uh, conspiracy theory that I, I believe in. Do you have one, uh, Druid? 
I believe that Jeffrey Epstein uh, in prison was peeled like a fucking banana by Harambe. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and then when he peeled him like a banana, there was just a piercing erupting from his fucking exposed scalp. Because I'm here without Harambe. God damn it. But he's still on my lonely mind. Yeah, and then, um, I don't know, fucking Tony was jacking off in the corner. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And Tay Zonday was singing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I move away from the gorilla to breathe. I would hope so. Because he'll go ape shit else. Yeah, I don't really have any, like, you know, I don't really touch conspiracies on a, on a whole. Uh, you know, I read about things and I formulate opinions, and uh, I just don't call it a conspiracy if I believe it to be true. Okay. Sorry, I won to one, Dylan, but, like, <laughs> we went super heavy and, like, I... <laughs> don't care to go any further down the fucking rabbit hole, to be honest. Big fair. Because I want to sleep tonight. Meh, who sleeps? Not me. Well, it, well, definitely not me, don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we shoot another one, or uh, how are we doing for time? Let's do one more, and then we'll wrap it. Maybe something a little... Maybe a little lighter if we if we got so, one. I want to. So I'll let you decide. I want to. One Dylan's got two more questions. Okay. Uh, the first is, what's your claim to fame? Or we can say, what's something you love or take pride in, but never get a chance to talk about? Okay. Yeah. I the the one that. Uh, what do I love, but I don't get the chance to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd like to do that one. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm cool yeah. with that. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Shoot away. Fucking space, man. I love learning about talking about space and like everything else to do with it. Um just all the intricate things, like you don't know how like uh motivated I get like when I like saw the first um the first picture of a black hole ever fucking posted on the internet like that really um like blew my mind because you know black holes were only a theory and uh that means like there's other things out there that we still don't know about in space and uh just the whole dialogue with uh people like do you really think someone's out there or there's other intelligent life out there and it's like Mm. when when it comes to the uh idea of how much of a possibility for life there is and us being the only one i find really fucking hard to understand like how there's not more life out there um there was a uh israeli um was it israeli i believe it was uh an israeli um like parliament kind of member that were talked about um how they we had actually had uh 
meetings with aliens and that they weren't going to like expose themselves to us until we were technologically ready and like mentally ready and everything like that. And um, like kind of just like, you know, there's a whole like a uh, federal space, like uh, kind of ordeal, like where there's like a bunch of like, like higher governments of like space and stuff like that. And it was just, it was a weird topic, but um, it was, it was definitely uh really fucking cool and like i just everything about fucking space really yeah uh i i like that shit as well um wish i could get my head around the science of it better but i'm not a scientist uh i love the whole idea of dark matter and how unfathomable it is that that is like an actual form of matter that exists and it formulates most of like the space that we live in, but we can't see it or perceive it. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, that's space is just insanely cool and something that I never really thought or talked about much until actually toast. Yeah, um, he was into that shit. Mm-hmm. Can I just touch a little bit on the topic I um, just had previously mentioned? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it says, uh, by NBC News, uh, a former Israeli uh, space security chief uh, sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying that Earthlings have been in contact with uh, aliens from a galactic federation. And uh, this was... Uh, December 8th of 2020 uh, and basically that all the other uh, nations had basically known about it and it says they have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are although we have yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life NASA is exploring the solar system and beyond to help us answer fundamental questions, including whether we are alone or uh, whether we are or not alone in the universe. And there was a just it was kind of like when those monoliths were appearing uh, across the uh, world. I don't know if uh, you guys had seen it uh, where there was like one in the desert in California, then way off everywhere else. So it's actually really cool. crazy time and then uh for that kind of talk but then everything kind of fell off and i just really enjoyed that kind of talk but are we crazy if the monolith thing was real because then it would basically prove that the film 2001 a space odyssey was exactly right right because that's like that is the premise of that movie and you know the book that influenced it is that when humanity reaches these monoliths that appear on Earth that uh, kind of makes their evolution, makes the evolution of humanity quicken uh, towards uh, interstellar travel. And that's the whole premise of that. I fully believe it. Yeah, that's... I'll tell you what you need to watch, uh, Puma. There's a fucking film by a director called Terence Malick called Voyage of Time, 
and it chronicles the beginning of the universe to the death of the universe, and it's really fucking interesting. That might uh, send me into a fucking panic attack, but I'll uh, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> yeah, Ginger, what? What do, well, yeah. Sorry to move on, but I realise how long we've been talking. So, uh, Ginger, is what do you love to? What don't you get the chance to talk about that you love? I um, there was a point in time in in my teen years that I made cakes every weekend. Uh, everybody talks about like cake and you know having cake at like birthdays and and shit like that and um it, you know it's it never was my thing because i made so many cakes in my high school years and all those kinds of things um like i never um i never you know like eat cake now. I don't eat pie. I don't eat sweets. I don't really do a whole lot of that stuff, but I have, um, pictures of cakes that I made that were 100% edible. And it was like an airplane or a guitar or a, um, a basket with a bear sitting in it for a baby shower or like a jungle scene or, a wrestling ring and, and shit like that. Um, I was actually a, a pretty accomplished cake decorator and I stopped doing it when I moved out of the house, <clears throat> partially because I didn't have the, the materials and the supplies and all the, uh, piping tips and cake levelers and cake pans. And I, I didn't have all that shit. Um, but now like, I'm sure if I sat down and I tried to do it again, it would take a little while, but I could start doing it again. Um, and my mom and I would do them together. She would work on them. You know, if she took a Friday off of work to finish a cake. She would work on it when, when I was at school and then I'd come home and we'd work on it together. And when she would go to bed, I would stay up and keep working on a cake. Um, and it's something that I was really proud of, but I just don't, I don't even know if you know, Jordan, we talk about a lot of different things. We've talked about, you know, photography and all sorts of stuff. I don't know if you knew about that. Uh, no, yeah, that's the first May. That's cool as fuck. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, like my mom and I, we would do catering events. We would do cakes and you know, she had a little business and, um, we, when I graduated high school and she didn't have anybody at home really to help her anymore, she stopped doing it and, uh, she'll do a cake every now and then, but, uh, she took pictures to a, a food convention where Duff Goldman was the guy who did, who did Ace of Cakes. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, she showed him pictures of some of my cakes and, uh, he was like, anytime you're, you're near any one of the shops, just let us know. We'd love to see what you can do with a professional kitchen. And I was like 15 and I was like, what? <laughs> huh? 
So it's so, yeah. If I ever make it to Iowa, uh, part of your YouTube empire, we can start a baking show. Oh my god, that'd be insane. Where, where I get baked and eat your cakes. <laughs> well, and it was. I'd probably burn something. Listen, I mean, the amount of times my mom and I had to, like, stand on a kitchen chair to wipe the frosting off of, like, the top face of the cabinets because, like, I had pulled the mixer out of a batch of frosting before letting the the beaters spin down all the way and I would just fling frosting everywhere. There'd be cake batter or, um, we had a, a drill with a paint stir attached to it whenever we would do like spaghetti dinners and we'd um, we'd be making the pasta sauce, we'd dump all the the stuff in like a f- five gallon bucket and we cut a hole in the lid and we just stick that fucking paint stir in that bucket. And that's how we stirred sauce because there was just so much of it that we couldn't keep up. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a lot of hard work that you put into that. I mean, it was it was a lot, but I mean, some of it was super rewarding. Um, I, uh, no, I don't have any on my page, but my mom does. Um, so, uh, let me find albums. So... This photo, which it's, uh, listeners, uh, it's a pretty, pretty basic cake, but that was the very first cake that I did by myself. Um, but I mean, I was, no. I was doing some pretty insane stuff. Yeah, to to the listener, they are very impressive. I must say. the The last one is a a wrestling ring that has a has a ramp, so you come down the ramp, or you know, it's got the little ramp and then the ring, and that's the f- that was the first iteration we did of the wrestling ring cake where we didn't make everything one hundred percent edible. So there were like dowel rods and. Um, little dollops of icing um, and more dowel rods to make like the ropes and the, the corners of the ring. The final version that we ended up doing, which I don't unfortunately have, we were using flavored candy canes and licorice strings to make the ropes and posts. And um, we made a little, um, you can see in the guys can see in the picture we made a a lattice with lights in it uh and we would put uh pictures on the the lattice to make it kind of look like TVs and like close-ups of the action uh and that wasn't uh edible but we the rings got more elaborate and the ramp got more elaborate and this was stuff that I was doing and high school that's like a childhood dream (laughs) like if yeah yeah. i'll try and explain everything a little bit so there's like a a white 
kind of like it's almost like a doorway entrance with pictures on the left and right and at the top but like i can see where like the it's supposed to mimic like the tv screens of them like entering the ring and it 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 is elaborate this uh that actually looks like really nice something like i me growing up off of uh wwe like i would have fucking loved as a kid mm-hmm we did, I don't know how many of those wrestling ring cakes, and we asked them for figures to put in the ring. And so the kids' own figures got put in their wrestling ring cakes, or we would have the parents buy, like, figures for the kids so they had, you know, a present off of their cake. That's badass. Like, they're... My mom did my wedding cake, and she did a beautiful job, and I will never, ever be upset about it. And she was she was really upset because it started to lean before the actual uh, wedding, so <laughs> she's like, my cake is leaning over, and I'm like, I'm sorry, mom, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> like, that. that's back into, the, like, the, the topic, the... Uh, perfection versus raw like things like cake is gonna be cake Mm -hmm. cake is gonna have like certain uh like figures about it like that um causes like those kind of things to happen but just the like fact that it was done like and uh, there's a bunch of like love put into it like that just that makes it perfect in itself yeah i mean the the wedding cake that my mom, let's see, I wonder if she still has them up. Um, my my mom did a beautiful job on our wedding cake. We did not give her an easy, easy assignment for the wedding, and she did a phenomenal job. Um, there it is. Uh, that's a decent picture but um she did it all all by hand and the venue she did it by hand at the venue and the venue was too hot and everything was melting in her hand as she was piping it onto the cake and just it was it was definitely uh a labor of love on her behalf. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pros, but she uh my mom is my mom's a very talented woman. Um by the end of my wedding though, she and my dad had both uh eaten edibles and um my mom was drunk just hand just hand in like a claw uh motion just scooping from the bottom tier of the cake and just eating it with her hand because she was so fucking high it was so funny i mean that that cake is just fucking outstanding like there there's a tree coming in from uh the bottom left side up to the very top of the cake it's got three layers, but I mean, like that's that's a lot of detail, and it it just looks absolutely phenomenal. And like, 
at least a minimalist enough to like have everything pop like mm-hmm. it's just amazing yeah well and and for that aspect like not gaudy at all it's like it, it's pretty perfect yeah. yeah i mean it it was very much us and kind of how we were because we're not big fucking we were never big and flashy with stuff we were always just very chill and um never did things in too big of a crazy manner i mean our wedding was not super duper flashy either like she had a a really pretty dress but i mean for christ's sake this (laughs) that's one of the many pictures that got uh that got snapped of me doing stupid shit it's you know me drinking out of a beer mug that my brother is holding, but he's not tipping it up far enough, so I can't really drink out of it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it just, it just the, not crazy, not flashy. We just like to joke and have fun, and, but my mom, she obsessed over that damn cake. She was so obsessed over it, and I'm, it was delicious. So. But no, that's one of those things I don't get to talk about and be excited about very often. As you can tell, I got real excited about it. <laughs> that's why, you know, doing a one two one deal and proud. God, I hope so. And you can trim as much of that as you want. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I think with that, we've we've been going for quite a while and... Uh, Puma, it has been an absolute fucking pleasure to sit and record this podcast with you and just have great fucking conversations. Maybe if I'm on again, instead of an introduction, I'll be like more hostile about stuff. Hell yeah. That's the one where we all get fucked up in a... Scream and yell at each other. (laughs) In good ways, though. Yes. We're just like, fuck yeah, I love that fucking idea. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So. It is an honor being here, though. Yeah, it was great having you on. Yeah. So, uh, Puma, my friend, give you uh, a few minutes to plug anything that you want to plug. Uh... Where can people find you? Things like that. Uh, any social media, basically a hostile Puma. Um, all the way from like Twitter, Snapchat, OnlyFans, Facebook, um, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash a hostile Puma. But yeah, that's that's about where you, all you can find me. Just an average dude. Hell yeah. Well, with that, I think we're going to be wrapping it up here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And guys, make sure you go and love on Puma. He, some people think I stream late. Puma streams even later. So if you are a night owl, make sure you're checking him out and giving him some love. Um, Druid, absolute pleasure. As always. So we will talk to you guys next week for a very special episode of the podcast uh but with that 
That's the other podcast. Love you guys. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye now. Uh, bye bye.